<laughs> I feel a bit disturbed because that, that actually sounded angry. It was. <laughs> it was. David kept going on about decimal points and it drove me up the wall, apparently. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do that way more often now. Apparently, no. apparently decimal under. points are a real trigger for both of us. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. What was that about? Wonder what's even funnier. What? I'm not even that mad. No, I, I know. I just find it funny. I don't. Me neither. Like... No, I just find it funny that you get so mad when I'm talking about it. I don't, I don't, it's just, I don't know what happened. Right, gentlemen, start your engines. Brum, brum, I guess. Skirt. Skirt, skirt. Um, fuck it, that's the cold open. Hello everyone, welcome back to another instalment of your, uh, Filmian Podcast. That's the name of this, I almost said. Yeah, your Filmian Podcast, not ours, yours. Yeah, it's yours. Do you legally own this? In fact, if if someone thinks they do legally own this, then you don't, it's it's mine and mine alone. Um, hello everyone, and David's, and David's as well. David got upset with me last week for saying that. It's mine and David's. I got you back, bro. Damn fucking right. <laughs> um, we're back with another installment of uh, the Filmian podcast, hosted by me, uh, Xander Langwiston. As always, is our trusty co-host. It is Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? Eh. Sick. <laughs> Long day at work, can it, pal? Oh, you have no idea. Day after Black Friday. Oh, it's yeah, good that's, shit. I mean, we're, we're very clearly live right now. We, we we repeat everything we say every time somebody listens. That's how the internet works. I'm very confused. What? Yeah, Same. me too. What's going on there? Even I don't know anymore. I've <laughs> lost all will to live and all will to think of funny things. Good God. Oh my broke, God, are you broken okay? David. We've broken David 30 seconds into this. What's happened? Yep. It's not even been a minute, man. <laughs> um, also with us is our special re- recurring guest. It's uh, Mr. Hammers O'Malley from Shock Radio. How are you doing, James? I'm doing all right. I probably ruined the introduction for me because I've been speaking, but I'm doing fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm doing fine. That was what a good about... cold open for James's introduction. Yeah, it was. was You're yeah. <laughs> welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. It's just the the whole PS5 situation. I'm sure that we're about to get into yeah, a bit we'll, later on. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but this this week, oh, I'm um, so it's, smug. It's a very uh, it's a very different style of episode this week. It's going to be a review style episode, which we've done before. But this time, it's going to be all about the PlayStation Five and the new game Spider-Man Miles Morales. So David is going to take the lead on that a little bit later. But first up. We've got some news, haven't we, David? Indeedly, indubitably. Fantastic. Um, Do you want yes. to run us down through these articles? Other words, said? meaning yes. Uh, <laughs> affirmative. Okay, so, uh, going to start off basically from the top because I'm looking on Empire Online. Cheers, Empire. Uh, not sponsored. Um, firstly, <laughs> Godzilla vs. Kong is likely headed to streaming. Uh, it's not known which streaming service is going to be getting Godzilla vs. Kong. It's either going to be Netflix or HBO Max, most likely. Um, I can see well, that going I mean, to HBO. It's, it's a Warner Brothers pro- uh, project. True, it? but so... in the UK, I feel like we might actually get it on Netflix. They might be able to work a deal with it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um... That's u- that's usually what goes on there. Yeah. But I, yeah. I see it going to HBO. 
Oh, the, in in the US and like yeah. where HBO Max is available, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They're yeah, definitely going to show favor. I think this is nuts. This is like Godzilla versus King Kong is surely the biggest popcorn movie you could ask for, and they're going to it throw is. it onto streaming even I, even before like pressure from everyone. No one's even been thinking about this movie. You know, this is going to sound just in case. This is going to sound really, really down for a movie podcast, but I think that the people that are behind this film, the people in charge of it, are probably somewhat sensing the death of cinema on the way, and they're just kind of getting ready for it. Because let's face it, this year has not been good for anything, especially cinema. Oh, and, God, um, God, all. And, you know, these guys, um, you know, King Kong's been around since, what, the 30s? Yeah, 1930. Yeah, it's nearly 100 years old, which is mental. That is nutty. And it's just, it's crazy that we're in a situation where a King Kong film won't be shown on the big screen. It's just, it's just completely mental. So I think there's something going on there with them thinking, mm, maybe cinemas won't be around much longer, maybe they're going to lose a lot of popularity. But then at the same time, there's been that controversy with Universal throughout lockdown yeah with, yeah, um, yeah there's been that so i feel like they're kind of taking the leaf out of their book i don't know but that's kind of where i'm going with that um it's the, the first king kong by the way was 1933 in case any of you cared Jeez. see um, with that that kind of thing like when it comes to godzilla versus king kong when it like the godzilla half of it it's not too surprising considering netflix have granted this is an anime but Netflix have their own anime like quad like trilogy for Godzilla. They, yeah. So the fact point, that, the fact that they have that and like Godzilla, especially like anime Godzilla in Japan, it's fucking huge. It's one of the like biggest sellers, and the fact that Netflix get it is insane. Yeah. So it's not too surprising to me. And also like this kind of film, I I didn't see a uh, Kong Skull Island in cinema, but I did see Godzilla. Uh, was it 2012 or 2013? 2014. And then, but then there was Godzilla King of the Monsters. Last I didn't year. see that one in cinema either because I couldn't be bothered going to the cinema to see <sighs> these movies. And I feel like a lot of people also felt the same. Well, I was like, I granted, was they are good say, popcorn movies. I was actually going to say, I, I said this is a giant popcorn movie. I would want to see this in the cinema, but clearly no one else wanted to see the last one in the cinemas because worldwide granted. it made under 400 million. The that's first one was shit, though. So that's fair enough. It's a no, sequel no, to the, the first no, one. The I mean, first like, one was shit. That, that first Godzilla was actually... I, I quite enjoyed the first Godzilla. The second one is dreadful. But, like, this one had fantastic trailers. And people were very mm, excited for this. And then no one went to see it. It's because people want to watch this kind of film because it's, tra- it's just a trashy monster movie to watch at home. Like that's See, the I, kind of, like you want to have a pint to watch these movies with. It's no longer popcorn movies. It's it's drinking movies. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm in I'm in two minds about this because my like, my philosophy when it comes to monster movies is especially King Kong uh, King Kong Godzilla movies is that um you you go in wanting to watch there's, there's no plot the plot doesn't matter you go in yeah. to watch loads of monsters kill each other that's yeah. the point of it yeah exactly um, exactly that's why and, I was so disappointed with king of the monsters because it was that but but the, no one saw it but no but like you the action was so poorly shot that you genuinely couldn't see the monsters fight 
that, that movie was one of the biggest disappointments from last year. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. I didn't even bother watching it. Like, I, I saw the trailers. I watched the reviews. I was just like, this sounds kind of meh. I can't really be asked watching this. The I was I'm still excited for Godzilla vs Kong, but that's just because I really like Kong Skull Island. Yeah, and Kong I love Skull the director of that. Mm. And the fact that like I I also I'm slightly biased concerned there's a Metal Gear Solid Easter egg in there, and <laughs> anything with <laughs> well, Metal Gear Solid Easter egg the guy will make me happy. The guy he's, who made he's directing that, Metal Gear Solid movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's making the Metal Gear Solid I'm, movie. I'm very happy about that because he's a huge fan and he's working with Hideo Kojima. Hang on, wait, would would Kiefer Sutherland play uh, play Snake? I'd, probably I'd, not. Ooh, it's quite old. Probably not. I, honestly, I'd just say get David Hater again. Just he does the two. He does the exact snake that anybody wants. So just yeah, get David Hater. Just get point. David Hater. So that's all you need. Godzilla versus Kong. What if it comes to? Would you prefer it to come to a streaming service? Let us know uh, by going to our Facebook page, Instagram page, or Twitter page. Which yeah, none of you ever do. I figured I'd promote some interactivity with the audience there. Yeah. Did that, did that work <laughs> okay. So did, did moving on, since uh, did, did that work, guys? No. Guys, did that work? Uh, no, we'll we see. We'll find out. We'll find no. out. We'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if I do it again, uh, it works. Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, David on smoke. I'm just trying to get through the fucking news. <laughs> this has got to be really interesting to edit. I can see. This. <laughs> uh, so, the so James, what were you it, saying? Uh, <laughs> I need admin powers. Oh, never mind. I have admin powers. Oh no! <laughs> I've just bro. Seen if you this. kick me, there is no podcast. You know that, right? I'm yeah, recording that, this. They- Exactly, and then me and James can start our own podcast Works. with Blackjack. Hookers. In fact, <laughs> forget the Blackjack. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Fantastic Beasts 3, um, as a lot of you may know, uh, we talked about this last time as well, uh, they've fired Johnny Depp from the like role of Grindelwald, and Mad Mickelson is officially on to be Grindelwald now. Right. Here's my gripe with this whole situation with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Yes, I understand it was, you know, an abusive relationship on both parts, but what I don't get is that there's clear evidence that Amber Heard was also very abusive, yet she's allowed to continue roles such as um, Mira in Aquaman. Doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. I'm so amazed even she's demanding of more of a um, same. She's actually demanding more of a like role, isn't she? But loads of people are um, like banding together to say like basically hashtag fuck Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's and a, they're trying to get her sacked from the movie. And if Warner Bros. don't do it, they're not going to watch it. There's a petition online. It's reached over 1.5 million signatures to get her fired from Aquaman Two. Not surprising at all. If Johnny Depp oh. gets fired from Fantastic Beasts, she has to get fired from that. Mm. It's as simple as that. They both need to get fired. Either they- keep them both on and just cut one of their roles, or just, you know, fire them both. Don't show favour to one of them because then you'd be in a bad company. It's bad publicity either way. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they should, they've dealt with it horribly. It's just, it's just a, a horrible, stupid, stupid mess. And, and how they've yeah. handled it is awful. Yeah, definitely. But at least when it comes to um, Fantastic Beasts, Johnny Depp is getting his full pay. Because he did one scene for them, and he has basically a make or break uh, contract with them. Oh yeah. So they have to pay him completely. 
So oh. Mad, like they're, they're paying double for Grindelwald as a character, even though Grindelwald is the worst character of the Harry Potter universe. Um, well, I was going to say then, from a, from a casting perspective, what, what, what do we think of big old Mads taking on this role? I love uh, Mads anyway. I'll have him in anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like he could do it. I feel like he could do it. Yeah. Um, if it's what... one person who can save this franchise, it's Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> or I um... is the franchise is it, the franchise is is the franchise uh, savable <laughs> <laughs> when full Scottish then. <laughs> okay. The, the the thing is, and I I, re- I really do mean this. Everything is fixable. Like ev- everything you can fix, no matter what, no matter no matter how badly broken it is, what you about can death, still fix James? It. Can you fix death? Okay, maybe not death, but, like, <laughs> you know. No, you can fix death by just dying more. <laughs> you that's can't, can't overdie, you can't overdry. <laughs> yeah, that's the afterlife. <laughs> if you're sad about someone dying, die yourself, and then you see them in the afterlife. Oh Boom, my god, I, can, I cannot believe you just said that. Okay, just putting this out <laughs> there, don't kill yourself. Don't I didn't say kill yourself, I said die yourself. That's I could have been the talking same to... thing. It's... I could have been talking about hair dye. Okay, David's on his own page. Yeah, <laughs> David might not be here next week. Um... <laughs> he wishes. He's not going to say yes. <laughs> this is my punishment. <laughs> what I was I saying? I've just, I've, I've, I've just been completely thrown now. I was having some sort of you philosophical said it's moment. Yeah. It, okay. It is because it, it is fixable. I don't know. Did um, did you see the crimes of Grindelwald? That movie is I, tragic. I, it is. It is tragic. Uh, but something that I am really looking forward to at some point is uh, the giant fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald that is still yet to come. Oh, um, I can't wait to see two people point sticks at each other. Oh my other. god! Oh my god! I've just realised something. This what? now means that we're going to get a a makeout scene between Jude Law and Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I'm so down for that. I'm so down for this. You know what? <laughs> I'm what? Get me three tickets for the next Fantastic <laughs> Beast movie. <laughs> uh, by the way, okay, you're well, say that like the next one is going to be like set up for some hardcore porn. <laughs> yeah, oh clip. god, that was our cliff for that episode. Yeah, go, I'm, you know I'm very Just, down for that. If if you if you need a if you need a, a pick me up, go and check out our uh, Harry Potter series that we did earlier on in the year. They, those those episodes are really good. They're really popular. Uh, the also, make of, the, a make a petition to uh, get like Mads Mikkelsen and June Lord just in some hardcore porn for Fantastic Beast Four. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Fantastic Beast Four and the massive slong. Where do we go from that? <laughs> so Marvel's aiming to shoot Black Panther sequel in July. I was trying desperately to think of a joke and I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't think of a punny title for like semen or or anal you got sex. The long arm of the I couldn't think of one. I'm devastated. Xander, you just you know you're just having trouble getting it up. <laughs> no, we're doing these jokes again. <laughs> Did I, did I join the right podcast? <laughs> yes, this is how trash our podcast has become. James. Hello and welcome to the Film Me In podcast. Ooh. Anyway, after, so after to, try and get the, to try and get the last two bits of news out of the way, 
I was going to say, what happened to you two since the last time I was on? We're really uh, tired. <laughs> work. Yeah. Okay. Pre- Post-Black Friday mess. Yeah. Oh, dear. I work in retail. Yeah. Um. So Marvel are aiming to shoot... Fire. You lucky bastard. Uh, so Marvel are aiming to shoot the Black Panther sequel in July, which not a fan of this decision when it comes... Like, considering... The death of Chadwick Boseman is still so mm-hmm. fresh. Yeah, we we like we at that point it still won't. Chat, it'll just about be a year from that point. No, he he died. He died in was it August or September? Something like that. Yeah, I think. It was well, August. yeah, that's why I'm saying just about being like yeah. nearly a year. I'm not a fan of. I, I get that they have a deadline. I get that they have this and the other to do, but it you know, feel right. it's it no. doesn't feel right at all. It was like when um we actually talked about that on the podcast and um we found out that Screen Rant like started talk like made a thing about just like who should replace Track with Bozeman. It's like they we still shouldn't be talking about that. Yeah. Mm. It, it's t- way too soon it, to be thinking I mean, about his, that alone. He's, he's he's still got a movie coming out in December. Yeah, exactly. It's coming to Netflix. Oh, really? It looks really good. But like he's he's still he's not let him rest, man. Let let the character rest for a bit. I know it's gonna when it comes out it's gonna make over a billion dollars or whatever, but mm. it's like there's more important things, man. D- yeah, um, D- Disney are fucked, man. How how do we think they're going to handle it though? Well, the 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 uh, the rumor is at the moment that um, Shuri, uh, Letitia Wright's character, the sister, is going to okay. take over the role of Black Panther. So right, I she's going to be the main character. I don't mind that. I don't. No. I don't mind them yeah. doing it's that. Not, like, I'm glad that they're not recasting him. Yeah, I'm, I think that's really nice. It's it's you know remembering his like it's literally respecting his legacy, but they're still doing it too soon. The question is, are they going to do a Rise of Skywalker and have clips of him in the movie like they did for um, Leia? Harry Fisher. Harry Fisher. No, no, they won't do that. I I don't think they've got the. Balls it is to do Disney. That. It's Disney. I, it's literally the same company. I yeah. I don't think they're gonna make that mistake again. I I I, I can't see it. I cannot see them doing the that. The thing is, though, people weren't angry with the fact that they kept Leia in that movie. That's, that's true because everybody was angry about the rest of the shit in that movie. Yeah, they were point. too angry about all the other stuff in that movie to be angry about that. I myself like really annoyed about that because that's shitting on a legacy. The main thing I didn't like about like. Uh, Last Jedi was the fact that she didn't get like they didn't have a you know in a sense killed off. I think like there was a really beautiful moment where they could have like you know killed the character. I know, but the and film was already laid as a rest. The film, to be fair to them, the film had already been made. True, yeah. but there's always re re edits. No I know, matter what, you can always like, re edit something. I know, but she she that when that moment happens, like twenty minutes into the movie, and to then have changed the last two hours of a movie just to cut out a character. That that's a bit yeah no I think killing her between movies would have been much better, but I I don't think killing her between movies would have been good because that wouldn't have like given the character enough of a you know fan oh, service. Like opening up the movie with her funeral or something. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, I think yeah, that, that would have been a bit better. Disney are a big evil corporation and they will do what the hell they like because they have all of the money. So but still it make not, movies. It would not surprise me if we get. At least a cameo from, uh, um, dead Chadwick Boseman in 
Black Panther 2. I, sort of I really vision. don't think... I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. They've got the tech. Um, yeah, but, like, look, okay, look at what happened with Stan Lee, for instance. Like, there's there's plenty of footage of Stan Lee to go off of, to, to throw him in at, at least the next 20 but film he, coming up. He was never the main character. He was he was never the star of yeah, the one point two billion no dollar movie. But everyone knows him. Everyone, you know, he, he he is still a very important part of the Marvel history. I think that's a bit different. It it is it is different, but I don't because. But but to me, like Stan Lee is is a big enough name that you could still do that with but they're not going to i mean yeah. like like look at look at the tributes that poured in when he when he did pass from from fox i think sony did one um and and then you know the mcu themselves and then obviously you know the internet took it just just all of it i think they could uh, you know handle this in the same way that that handling you know stan lee's passing and just kind of just leave him out of it just just completely leave him out of it and let's not forget that kevin feige is now completely in control of the mcu now and everything to do with marvel so i really believe that uh chadwick boseman won't turn up again in this i think they'll probably do like a kind of um Anim- animated kind of opening to what they did in the first film, and like explain the death there, and then um, and then move on into the uh, into the plot of the main film. Yeah, that's what I think they're gonna do. Yeah, I don't, that's what I don't I'm hoping think... they do, but at the same time, I don't have too much faith in Disney. Yeah. No, Kevin, yeah. just because Kevin yeah, what, based on past past stuff that they've done. Yeah, I don't have the faith. What, what Kevin Feige will not an, mess this up. What you're saying is a nice idea, but you're not realizing that we are in the darkest timeline. So, <laughs> no, I know, I know, but Kevin Feige will not mess this up. Hopefully, okay. I, I, I guarantee it. Kevin Feige will not mess this up. I, I, I don't, I don't know where we move on from that, but Kevin <laughs> Feige will not mess it up. I'm telling you, we will move up. We will move on. Um, yeah, you know, still R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman, gone too soon. You know. Moment of silence. I can't believe he's gone. Anyway, uh, the final bit of news is um, Ten Cloverfield Lane's Dan Trachtenberg. Dan Trachtenberg. Uh, he's directing a new Predator movie, which makes me very excited. But it is getting rid of the uh, the most recent one from the canon, which, fair enough, I enjoyed it, but almost it's no other shit. person in the world did. Um, but He's a very talented director, and what makes me very happy is the fact that he is also attached to a Portal movie, the like adaptation of the video game. He is. Oh, really? And I fucking love Portal as a, as a series in general. It's annoying that they've only got two games. Uh, Valve, realize that number three exists, please. Um, but... I would love a Portal movie. Granted, I don't think it translates too well to a movie. No, I think no, the comedy and the writing does, but I don't think the gameplay itself and the like the the game itself as an idea does. But at the same time, there has been a fan film, and that was really good. Um, but... and he's a fan of this. Actually, I think he did the fan film. 
we're very much going off track. Um, a new predator. We're down for that, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm down yeah. for more predator. Yeah, like, yeah, I suppose it's crazy that this news but came I'm, out. I'm also da- I'm also down for a Predator sequel to Shane Black's Predator. I was gonna say it's pretty crazy that this news came out this week, right after we did that episode on Shane Black and his Predator movie. <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, I'm, we, I'm down for another Predator this. movie. I'm I'm down for a good Predator movie again. See, I, I, did, I did mind the last one. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was fun. I wait, thought it was a lot of fun. Wait, hang on a second. Hemophobe James O'Malley watched the latest Predator movie. It's not like the... Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Mad, okay. I've just <laughs> seen... Um, Dan Trachtenberg has directed a couple things. Uh, one episode of The Boys. Yes. The mm. name of the game, didn't know that. He did, he did an episode of Black Mirror, which is the best episode of that series. Yes, he did. Uh, Playtest. Yes, he did. And uh, yeah, I was right. He did a um, Portal No Escape, a 2011 short fan film, and it's really good. Okay, so what we're saying is it's going to be it's in safe hands. It's good. Yeah, yeah. like the Portal movie is in safe hands okay. because he's okay. he's close to the source material because he's already done it. Although he's already worked with this source material. Although Predator is owned by Fox, Fox is now owned by Disney. Yeah, no, Predator's not in safe mm. hands. But yeah, Portal pred- is. Um, <laughs> Just the biggest 180 on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This movie's in really safe hands. It's owned by Disney. No, I this movie's was, not I in safe talk- hands. I was talking about Portal is in safe hands. We're talking about the Predator. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about Paul. I was talking about Predator as well. Oh, no, I'm talking about Paul. Okay. Paul's in safe hands. Oh, yeah, the Predator's fucked. Yeah, pa- yeah. yeah pre- Predator, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I've actually got some news. Oh, uh, Ooh. film film news. I don't I don't mean to just you know. Does steal James have a girlfriend? <gasps> that, that, sh- shut up. That's that's film. It's, it's film news. God, Xander. Well, well. <laughs> now you mention it, Xander. I don't know why you're laughing. Yeah, I was gonna say you're yeah, also I... single. Yeah, no. I I was good. Uh, yeah, God, God, man. <laughs> I'm so God. lonely. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, have either of you heard of the uh, rumours of the latest Spider-Man film? All of yes. them. I've heard all of the rumours. The one yeah. that came out a couple days ago. Just uh, okay. hit us with yeah. it. Hit us uh, with it. Alfred Molina is rumoured yeah. to be returning as Doc yeah. Ock. Oh yeah, I sent this in the chat, didn't I? Yeah. Did you? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you did. I just sent it to David. Just sent it to me. Because I found this out on Instagram. Yeah, uh, yeah he's, he's, he's apparently been spotted on set. I love the idea of this. Yes. Like I I'm, I I'm a big funny. fan of this. This is like starting to bring in the idea more and more to me that yeah, it's like Spider-Verse live action is happening and I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm down for sp- live action Spider-Verse. I just didn't think they were going to be doing it so soon. Uh, that's if we can get I... multiple Spider-People, if we can get like a live action Spider-Man Noir, like I think that'll be a lot of fun. They just got to get Nick Cage uh, back to do it. They have to. (laughs) They have to. They have to. And if they don't, they've got to get someone who's similar to Nick Cage, like Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) Like imagine Shia LaBeouf. Man just compared Nicolas Cage to Shia LaBeouf. Actually, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he's the he's the Nicolas Cage of our generation. Even though Nick Cage is the Nicolas Cage of our generation. He's Nicolas Cage of the new generation. 
No, he isn't. Nicholas yeah, Cage is. is the Nicholas Cage of the new generation. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is immortal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, like, when, when you think about it, when it comes to like how stupid their movies are, the fact that he's like going in specific roles now. Like Nick Cage went through that phase of only doing specific roles, and then he's just doing every single role ever made mm-hmm. because he needs the money to buy more dinosaurs. They're both mm-hmm. massive, massive weirdos, both starring in a movie about themselves. Like yep. they are very similar. Good point. Yeah, true. Like the, the unbearable time, way of, no. of massive talent, and then Honey Boy. Like Honey Boy is fantastic. Granted. By the way, you should check that out. Oh, uh, yeah, like, there was one other bit of news, and I've forgotten to read it, but it was about the unbearable weight of Master Talent. Um, I think I can't remember who's joining the cast, but someone's joining the cast. Cool. Uh, hold um, on, let me find out before Panda yeah, tries Molina to move this segment on. into Spider-Man 3, that's pretty dope. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. I really, really hope that they're going for Sinister 6 um, and, uh, and then obviously the Spider-People as well. I really hope that they go down this route. Um... I, I just don't I just really want them to do it because I feel like Andrew Garfield is more likely to take it on than Tobey Maguire, even though he had some drama with Sony. Um, and uh, the rumor is at the moment that it's Tobey Maguire that's actually keeping all the you know shooting up and stuff with. Um, yeah, um, he said. He said that that it's it's not because he wants more money. He said it's because he wants more time, more screen time out of the costume. Yeah. So you want um, to have like an actual character. Yeah, that's fair enough though. Yeah, I, 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 I do get that, but um at the same time it's still it's still Spider Man and it's like, you know, he's he's never gonna get that opportunity again. Probably not. Spider Man is and always will be the biggest thing you'll do. And um I don't I don't see why he's passing it up for something like that. I really don't. He wants people to have um, space. He's meme yeah, face. That's true. He's meme man child face. People just want to see him like cry again. People do just want to see him oh. cry again. Uh, and um, the final bit that I was uh, talking about just then before I forget, um, it's Neil Patrick Harris who's joining the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh. Cool. Oh. I like It'd be Neil pretty Patrick good to see. I love Neil Patrick Harris and I love Nicolas Cage. Them two together is a is just a bonus for me. Um, well. Nice. There you go. That was certainly some news, wasn't it, guys? There's quite a lot, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, we'll move on to the main topic, shall we? Okay, I'm yes. going to leave. I'm, I'm going to leave. <laughs> don't leave. Don't gonna, leave. I don't want to for, for context, um, David is now... David got a PS5 last a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago and is now going to do a full in-depth review on the console and... Um, and he's, he's written it out um, like he's he's done for reviews before, so it's going to be very exciting. But James is very butthurt because he <laughs> tried to get a PlayStation 5 on multiple occasions and failed. Butthurt is not a strong time. enough like, word for it. Right. James, had... <laughs> Let me explain. James is inconsolable. Let me yes. explain. I have had the money saved up since march this year like that since march months i've had this saved. i've been waiting every single possible occasion i watched every single playstation live stream that they threw at us and then they said hey it's gonna cost x amount hey you could also buy this digital edition which is gonna be a little a little bit less hey here's the release date 
go nuts. The release date comes out, uh, you know, for the pre-orders. And I'm like, right, great. I'm going to jump on this as soon as possible. I'm there, midnight. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Fine, I'll go to sleep. Go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. I attempt to buy a PS5 at 7 a.m. from Amazon Curry's game everywhere. And just no one had one. No one had one, so I'm like, okay, fine, you know what, you know what, that's okay, I'm gonna wait up until the next pre-order date. Next pre-order date comes along, what happens? Same thing, I'm up at midnight, nothing at midnight, I'm up at seven, Amazon, nope, Curry's, nope, game, nope. Then, okay, I kid you not, launch day comes, comes along, and they do one last bit of units that come out, and they say, hey, for those of you who haven't been able to get a PS5 yet, guess what? You might still be able to get a PS5. John Lewis, Curry's, Game, Walmart, Asda, Tesco, all these people are going to be giving you PS5s for X time. Anyway, I didn't sleep that entire night because I was adamant that I'm getting a PS5 on launch day, or at least launch week. Anyway, so I'm there. I'm constantly refreshing. And you know what the worst bit about all this is? The one website, the one website that I was not on was Curry's PC World. And to them, I condemn them, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So you condemn Curry's because of your own... Shut up. (laughs) Your own... Stop talking, David. Stop talking. You don't get this. I can hear his tears. Yeah, I can hear them. I can so, them uh... Curry's PC World because they messed up their pre-orders horribly. They I mean, said, granted, you know what? shut the up, pre- David. The day I pre-ordered my PS5, I also went to a crazy person's house. So, so there is salty. that. So. <laughs> Curry's, okay, they decided, you know what, we're going to say 9am is when people can start buying their PS5s. I'm like, fantastic, no problem, Curry's, I trust you. I'll be on your website, 9am sharp, not a problem at all. Anyway, so, 9am comes along, everyone in the country is refreshing on Curry's PC world. It's just, refresh, 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 refresh. Suddenly, a tweet goes out from Curry's, and they're like, hey, uh, no PS5s are going to be sold today. Everyone's like, what? Why? That was just a big waste of time. Next thing you know, they come out and say, hey, there was a horrible glitch where some people were able to buy a PS5 at 3 a.m. And you know what? They put a tweet out that said, yeah, uh, we've got to refund everyone that you know bought a PS5 at 3 a.m., and uh, you know it's not fair. You're not allowed to get one. Anyway, their lawyers came in because they're just a bunch of dicks and said, hey, you've already spent money on this. You know, you've got to actually, you know, hold up your end of the bargain. You've got to actually give them the PS5. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, that means that so many people have gotten this. Anyway, cut to a couple of days later, my stepbrother turns up with a PS5 in his hands. There it is. And he, it is. turns out, was up at 3 a.m. on Curry's website. He has done that. Yeah. Yeah, and this that. is why I went into went in store to pre-order mine, because mm-hmm. I knew I would be able to do it. I knew that they would be open from a certain time. I wish, anyway, I wish COVID wasn't a thing, so I could give James a cuddle because um, he sounds in so. I wish pain. I could go over just to flip him off with my PS5 in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've been saying this for weeks, uh, months even, but this has been. 
the worst launch for any console I have ever seen. I thought you were just going to say this has been the worst year. Because it has been a pretty crappy year for you, It's also been a really bad year. It's also been a really bad year, but... Yeah, the PS5, has... that has been, this has been the worst console launch. I mean, to be honest, history. Xbox haven't done too well either. Yeah. Yeah, but PlayStation just. Switch take, take also it. ran out of stock when that first launched without COVID. And mm-hmm. that's because they were doing limited stock in general. They were just trying to, like, falsely, you know, build up hype about yeah, this having stock by just at, not making enough. But then you compare the Nintendo Switch advertising campaign with Sony's. Sony took over London. Sony made a deal with Greg's that I think you tried getting involved with, David. You tried, like, buying up... Uh, I forgot to go to Greg's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and get it on Uber Eats, and then I realised I can't get Uber Eats yeah. to Greg's. I was like, oh, I'll go to the Greg's near mine the next day. I forgot it existed. By the way, what? by the way, that Greg's thing... It's trash. It's like two sausage rolls, two drinks, and two donuts. <laughs> and they charge you a fiver for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a scam. Um, you realise how expensive Greg's is? That's no. pretty much how much that kind of stuff would be. No. Plus you're getting a, yeah. plus you're getting a funny Greg's PlayStation box with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, for the That's box. Uh, <laughs> come on. Get your, anyway, get your head out of your ass. Anyway, long story short, this has been the worst launch for any console I've ever seen. I so, was hoping you'd say, okay, anyway, long story short, fuck you, David. Oh, um, that as well. So, so, now, that, <laughs> so now, that, now that James has, has, has uh, stopped his tantrum, uh, David... <laughs> Oh no, the tantrum won't be over until I've got a PS5 in my hands. <laughs> my favourite message I have ever received from James is, I love you to bits, mate, but you're a dick. <laughs> that has the same energy as the time that James went to see Incredibles 2 a month before yeah. it came out. <laughs> it, is, it is my favourite thing I have ever heard in my life, and I love mm-hmm. it. Thank you, James. Um, uh, anyway, you're not so... Yeah, so so now, basically, David is the only one who's had, uh, lol, first-hand experience with the PlayStation 5. Um, honestly, James, you might just want to deafen yourself for this next section, because I'm going to be talking about the fact that David has a PlayStation 5 and we don't, so... Um, yeah, to so be honest, David... I am gonna be, I'm going to be asking you two if you, if you have any questions at the end of it, so James, try and hold off your hatred for me for that. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute myself for this. Gonna... <laughs> I feel it's... like all these all this muting is gonna be fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck what you. I'm, fuck you. What I am going on, to be guys, saying whilst on mute, <laughs> what, I, what I'm going to be saying whilst I'm on mute will not be airable. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, he's already muted. Sick. Um, <laughs> so since David is the only one with first-hand experience with a PlayStation Five, we figured. We'll let David do a full, in-depth review of the PlayStation 5 just for you guys at home. We would do an Xbox Series X review as well, but we're not... Cared. So, um... <laughs> I quite okay, like... So, right, can I, I just quite say... quite like but... not having any of my shelves set on fire. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So just to like reiterate, I'm personally I'm not going to talk about the Xbox Series X just because I haven't had experience on the Xbox Series X. As far as I'm aware, from what I've seen on reviews and what I've heard from people, it's very similar to the Xbox in design and UI wise, but the power is just as comparable to the PS5. It's just it's got no launch titles. They only had Halo Infinite, and they've fucked that game into the ground because it's lost three directors. It's been delayed, and they're doing a free-to-play multiplayer. That's not good for a AAA title and a AAA franchise that has been the mainstay of Xbox consoles for generations. Like, literally generations. Um, I'm I'm very sad that Halo Infinite didn't release her, because I really wanted to see whether that game was going to, you know, be good be or good. not. Yeah. Uh, so we're... So, yeah, we're not going to be talking about the Xbox Series X, but David has written a review for us on the PlayStation 5, and he's going to uh, go through it now. David? Indeed, uh, I have. Go go for it, bro. Okay, so... The next generation of consoles has definitely arrived, and they are here just in time. Uh, for me, the PS4 was starting to be unable to run the games coming out on it, especially more so now than ever, uh, when we have PS exclusives like The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, Ghost of Shima, like Death Stranding, this and the other, all beautiful games and all making my PS4 scream in agony. Uh, they were really pushing the consoles to the limit, so I'm so glad I've got the, like, the PS5 has come out now, because I don't think the PS4 could have taken any more. Uh, in this review, I'll be talking about the performance of the actual console, the design of it, the design of the UI, and then the DualSense, which is the new controller for the PS5. Uh, so, firstly, the PS5 itself is an absolute beast. Right out of the box, it has this really powerful look and presence. When you hold it in your hands, it's just, it feels powerful. Uh, like, you can definitely tell the second you hold it. The same it. can be said about my penis. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to serve a mute Xander. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so the second you hold in one, you can just feel it's a big upgrade over the PS5. Uh, setting it up is also really easy. It's a tad tedious just because of the curved design. You have to have this um, like little stand, but you know what? I was fine with it. I was able to do it pretty easily. And honestly, I kind of like that as well. I think that's a lot of fun. I think this, the fact that it comes with a stand just makes it a bit more cool. Um, but anyway, as I was saying, I love the design of this console. I know a lot of people didn't when it first came out, like the the images of it, the sleek curved design. It's been memed to hell, but it feels more futuristic. It feels like this, you know, I, I, I don't know how to explain it. It kind of looks like a ship and it looks beautiful. And that's not even written. I constantly say the word beautiful. Xander was moaning about, me this, about this earlier. Okay. So when looking at the specs of the console as well, this is only proven for, like further for you when it comes to the power and the speed of which this console actually gets to. It is an absolute unit when it comes to that kind of thing. So I've had the console for just over a week at the time of recording this, and after testing some PS5 games and some PS4 games through the packs, like through the packs compatibility option, I can safely say this thing is incredible. Uh, PS5 games obviously take the most advantage of the hardware as they were built with them in mind, but the boost in frame rate and huge decrease in loading times that is given to the PS4 games when put on the SSD is incredible. Uh, I tested multiple PS4 like, games during my time playing it, uh, the main one being Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I talked about last week. 
the game had some moments on the PS4 anyway where some frames would drop and the loading times were like 30 to 40 seconds. Uh, on the PS5 though, the frame rate is 100% consistent. It's like it loads like I think I counted it as five times faster. Uh, I think it was like between six and seven seconds, which is insane for something that like power heavy. Uh, so when it comes to the PS5 games though, like the main one that I played was Spider-Man Miles Morales, as we'll be talking about later. But in regards to the way that loads and the way that works on the PS5, it loads instantly. There is literally, from the main menu, there's like a second of black screen and then you're in the game. Uh, the same can be said when going from mi- like in between missions, uh, from cutscenes, and even fast traveling. Uh, for once, fast travel means fast travel. It is literally the second you hold down the button, you are there. You are in the location you wanted to go to. You're right back into the action, and I love that. Uh, so as for the games and the advantages they take from the console, there's a lot there too. Uh, they take advantage of both ray tracing and the load times, uh, primarily seen in Spider Man's Morales. The ray tracing can be seen all over the place. Uh, on the back of some Spidey's suits, you can see like little lights reflecting. The mirrors take like proper reflections of all of the surroundings. The puddles even reflect like reflect properly. It is insane. The load times are also incredible. There are still the artificial load times, such as like crawling between a small gap to load a new area. But that's because these games are also being built for PS4 and the PS4 needs those kind of load times there, needs artificial load times to cut between the gameplay. But soon I think those things are going to be a thing, like those kind of load times are going to be a thing of the past. And I don't think I'm alone in saying that that's a good thing. It means that we get more game and we don't have to deal with like just crawling between a gap for like 10 to 15 seconds because that can get very tedious. Uh, the games can even take advantage of the expanded UI, giving you like an idea of the trophies and each trophy's progress, uh, telling you some in-game activities you can do and showing you news about all your games. Like everything is taken advantage of on this system. Uh, like for example, the on Spider-Man Miles Morales, it will tell you how many of a certain collectible you have and how long it might take you to complete it. So I had all of the Prowler ones, like I had fifty percent of them, and said about half an hour to do the rest of them and i found that really really cool and finally i want to touch on the dual sense itself uh it's and forgive me for swearing during a professional review fucking incredible i can't put to words how cool and immersive this controller is i tested it on five ps5 games uh being watchdogs legion spider miles morales astro's playroom which comes pre-installed on the ps5 itself no man's sky and warframe I mean, Watch Dogs and Warframe, the main use is for weaponry. Uh, the triggers allow you to apply more pressure to shoot a weapon, follow to weapons, make the triggers push up after each round is fired. And on a bow, you have to apply a lot of pressure and it keeps on resisting until you let go of the bow. And it just feels so cool. In No Man's Sky, the, uh, the rapid fire thing is applicable too. But the main interesting thing uh, that like applies to that is when you take off in your ship um, and when you're speeding up because once again similar to how the bow works in warframe you have to put on a surprising amount of pressure to be able to take off like it feels a lot more immersive it gives you so much more feel of the game and i can't wait for the possibility of like vr with this and to put adaptive triggers into vr because i think that's just going to make it 10 times better 
Um, the controller also has the haptic feedback, and that is really cool. I didn't notice it too much in the other games, uh, such as in like uh, No Man's Sky. I could feel it a little bit, and in Spider-Man, you can feel it a little bit. But the game at the moment that takes the most advantage from it is Astro's Playroom, which is basically just like a DualSense PS5 tech demo. But it's so much more than that. It's a proper cute little platformer filled with Easter eggs. And the way to explain the haptic feedback is really weird. But there's a moment where you're walking through um, an area and it starts to rain. Uh, Astro gets a little like umbrella above his head. And you can feel each individual raindrop on the controller as like a small vibration. And it feels amazing. And then you can feel like hundreds of them at a time when it starts to really rain heavily. It's it's so cool. It is awesome. I love it. Uh, so to summarize, the console is be- is incredible. The UI is really sleek. The design is brilliant and the performance is exceptional. There's some minor glitches at the moment, which brings the st- score down a tad. Uh, but it doesn't suffer from almost every other console launch's problem, like a lack of games. The fullback's compatibility, apart from the 10 that Sony have listed, makes it well worth buying on day one. The little glitches being the uh, the well-known Q glitch for downloading, and at first the only solution was to completely factory reset your PS5. If you are continuing to do that, I don't do it. The way I fixed it myself was deleting everything off the queue and restarting the PS5 itself, so just turn it off and on again, and then it was absolutely fine. So you don't need to do that anymore. That's good, but hopefully Sony comes up with a fix. And the other one is that at the moment, there's a small glitch where basically the PS5 is trying to load the disc uh, like every couple hours or so, so you'll hear the fan go quite loud for like 10 seconds. But that's it. Every other time I've been playing it, it's been silent, and that's been my main like joy from playing this console, the fact that it is completely silent when playing games. Uh, so overall, I'm giving the console a 9 out of 10. And in about a year, once all these kinks are worked out, once there's games that are taking more proper and proper advantage of it, uh, more exclusives for it, I'm sure it'll go up to a full 10. Uh, take it over to Xander and James if they have any questions. You see, that doesn't help me. That just makes me want one more, to be honest. <laughs> I thought it would. Honestly, mate, I can't, I can't describe just how good it feels in your hands. Like... The, the adaptive triggers, it's just, it's so weird to try and explain it in a good way. Mm. Like, the way that I've said it, it sounds just kind of like a gimmick, but it very clearly isn't. It's very clearly Sony are trying to make this as immersive as, pro- as possible, save for people who can't play VR. Like, if you don't have the space or the money for VR, they're still trying to make games as immersive as possible when playing on a TV screen. Mm. There has been there has been a leak recently of PSVR two for the PS five, and oh, the really? fact that the headset has like haptic feedback and the controllers will have the adaptive triggers and the haptic feedback and you'll be able to like do individual fingers on it like on the Valve Index, and if they do that and it's a budget headset, it will I be. A think, I think this will be the best headset to get for VR once um, they get stuff like Half Life Alex on there. Not to mention that uh, if you've got a psvr right now there is a free upgrade um for the camera yes uh, there is it's a specific um type of camera that you need to do the psvr it's not um, a camera it's an adapter for the ps5 uh that you can all get from sony yeah. yourself if you give them your serial number for your headset 
uh, and some other information that they'll ask for, they will send you an adapter for free if you have a PS5. Yeah, which I think is really, really good with them. Um, it's really uh, good, it, but there are some games that aren't. Like, so Hitman 3 on the PS5 isn't going to be VR compatible, but the Hitman 3 PS4 version is. So if you want to play PSVR Hitman, you have to play it on the PS4 version, which is a bit weird. But I think that's just because they haven't got PSVR 2 yet. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. Right, I have a question in terms of hardware. Uh, so, um, since the PS3, maybe even the PS2, I can't remember, but um, at least since the PS3, uh, for example, like the the plugs at the back, like they've always been compatible with each console. Like mm. so, the PS3 main plug, you yeah. can plug that to the back of the PS4, and then you you know it still power up and nothing could explode. Is uh, that as far as I'm as far as I'm aware, that's still applicable. Uh, the wire looks the same. I haven't tried it. Uh, I will say that I haven't seen whether it's available. But as far as I'm aware, you can still use the same wire. So if you've got like, uh, I think from PS2, you're correct. It's the same kind of power outlet uh, when it comes to the actual like plug itself, which is another thing that I believe, I think Xbox have done that from Xbox One to Series X, but they didn't do that from 360 to Xbox One, which was the main annoyance for that console. Uh, People would like lose their wires or the wires would break. And they'd have to get replacement, which was very expensive, especially the launch of the Xbox One. Yeah. Okay. Um, next question. I think you've you've already kind of touched upon it, but like, um, so it, is it really that silent? Like yeah. when you're playing it? Because I've been out because my PS4 Pro right now. That's like it's been silent for quite a while, but up until recently, up until you know, it's been having more strain put on it. Um, it started at some points uh, getting really, really loud. Yeah. So um, is that problem just a thing of the past now? Complete thing of the past at the moment, other than, like like I said, that glitch uh, where... So when you put in a disc, the like for a few seconds, the PS5 is loud, but that's it, just trying to load the disc. That's absolutely fine. Um, but when playing a game, when like doing anything on it, it is silent. Granted, there is that glitch of the game trying to, of the PS5 trying to load the data on the disc again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once again, that is literally just a glitch. Like that, I imagine that'll get patched out soon enough. But yeah, completely silent. Um, this isn't really going to be a question for the listeners either. But like, this is more. Well, I, I suppose I can turn it into it. But um, we we were in a, a PlayStation party recently, David, uh, playing No Man's Sky, and there's a microphone that's on the uh, DualSense controller. Yeah. Uh, were you using a headset with a microphone at the time, or were you uh, going off the microphone in the dual sense? I was using a headset at the time, but uh, I have been in a party <clears throat> where someone was using that controller, uh, the microphone on the controller. It's clear, but it is a little bit muffled, but it picks up a lot of background noise. So uh, at the same, uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's advantages and disadvantages to it, but the, uh, the main advantage to it is, say, like on YouTube, that you can do the voice search really easily now. Um, but you can also mute that microphone. Yeah, I yeah, I, I thought you could do that. Yeah. Uh, one uh, really cool thing is you can actually mute the microphone from the controller itself. There's a dedicated button, but when you have a a headset plugged into the controller, it mutes your current mic as well. So oh, okay. be careful of that. <laughs> right. Okay. No problem. Um, uh, am I right thinking it's 8K as well? Yes, it is 8K. Um, on the box, it uh, says that it's 8K. It's 4K as well and 8K ready. 
Um, but there aren't games that are supporting 8K currently. Nah. Um, my my question is, would you say this is necessary? So like, I'm I'm looking to play. So the games I play, I play Call of Duty, FIFA, and then when this new Spider-Man game came out, I played that Spider-Man game. Would you say for people like me who are very casual gamers, would you say it's necessary? to buy this PlayStation now. Right now for casual people who only play like those kind of games. If you play more than that, yes. It like personally I I, I play a lot of games. Yeah. Like I I play a hell of a lot. Like my my taste in games is so damn varied. And so for me it's completely necessary. Uh and like that's because I play so much that my PS4 was on its last legs. If you don't play your PS4 that much, and if you only play certain games, for now, I don't think it's necessary, but to take advantage of, like, certain stuff, and also just to, like, be able to play the best versions of the newest version of those games, it can be necessary. Like, I know that uh, Cold War is the best version on PS5. Yeah. And that's because it's got the most content on PlayStation in general, because they've got that onslaught mode for the zombies. Yes, they do. Um, and then there's also the adaptive triggers, and every single gun feels different on there. Right. Um, ray tracing is available this side and the other. So, as far as I'm aware, for Cold War specifically, it's the best version on that. Um, Miles Morales, uh, from what I've seen of the PS4 version, it is the best version of Miles Morales. Um, but at the same time, if you're not playing for that kind of experience, if you're just playing the games to have fun, not really. Okay, cool. You see, this is the only reason why I'm not over... Like, uh, this is why I'm not, like, really badly... And I, obviously, I'm annoyed that I've not got a PS5. I was going to say, were you about reason... to claim that you're not annoyed? Cause no, because I am annoyed. Because you are extremely annoyed. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the only reason why I'm not more annoyed about it is because of that reason. Because I'm, kind, I'm, I'm kind of like a, a, a fence-sitter when it comes to casual gaming and, like, hardcore gaming. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm a bit of both, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's the only reason why I'm not overly annoyed right now. Obviously, obviously, I'm still annoyed, but and for me, like know. I'm I'm very hesitant hesitant to buy brand new games. I'm very hesitant to buy if a game comes out. Yeah. It's very rare that I'll be like, oh my god, I have to buy this and play this right now. That's a very rare yeah. thing for me. Um, but yeah, for, for me, I'm kind of like that. But like at the same time, I've also got elements of kind of what like David's personality when it comes to gaming. So I'm a bit of both. Like, you know, I'm I'm a fence sitter basically. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm just I'm just the resident gamer of the group. I will play literally yeah. anything I can get my hands on if it looks somewhat interesting. I'll eventually buy it and I'll eventually play it. Yeah. I pre-order a lot of games. I I buy games a lot on day one. Um, I I sit on some for sales. Uh, yeah. Just like a lot of people do, but that's just because, say, like Final Fantasy VII Remake, I sat on that for a sale for a while, uh, primarily because I never really cared about the Final Fantasy franchise, but yeah. it looked really good. And I was like, you know what, this looks fun, it's a classic game remade, and it's apparently a really good remake, I'll get this. And so I got it, and it's really good. It is really good. And that's like that's why I like playing games so much. I like experiencing things I didn't think I would bother experiencing at some point mm-hmm. 
So like, um, that's that's the reason I have such a wide, varied taste. Like one of my favorite games of all time is Bleak Stardew Valley, which is a farming simulator, a top-down pixel like farming simulator. I've okay. put hundreds of hours into that game. Actually, I, I just remembered. Now I um... understand why David's single. <laughs> <laughs> I um, just remembered that you you obviously mentioned uh, Astro's Playroom a little bit. Yes. Um, I played um, Astrobot Rescue Mission in VR, yeah. which was the, which was essentially the introduction to Astro, uh, that little Captain Astro. And um, what, what's what's this like? Have you have you seen any any gameplay of the VR version? I've seen a bit of gameplay of the VR version. I know there's actually an Easter egg for the VR version as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit like there's a section where you're playing with like the VR player, I think. Oh, yeah. I haven't gone too far into Playroom, um, but from what I can see, this is a full-fledged sequel to that, as well as a deep dive into the dual sense. Like it is a mix of how do I explain? It? It's a mix of a tech demo mixed with a platformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is it pretty, does it pretty really well? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like Astro is just like a little. He's like Sony's new mascot. From what pretty I pretty much. Tell. They tried to make Knack the new mascot for um, Sony, but Knack didn't do too well. No, uh, they got two Astro games out of it, and it was awful. Yeah, Astro's <laughs> doing quite well, it seems, because he's had um, yeah. he, he had a little mini game in PlayStation VR Worlds, which is pretty good. Uh, and uh, then obviously he got his own game with um, you know Astro Bot Rescue Mission, and now we now he's pre-installed on every PS5. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Astrobot's doing pretty well. He actually, um, that's another like reason for people to get a PS5 in general because it comes with one free game already. Um, yeah. Besides, like the exclusives, such as um, I like... mean, I'd fucking hope so for five hundred quid. Jeez. Well, that's the thing. Like Xbox doesn't come with anything <laughs> like that. That's the annoying thing. Like, granted, Xbox have the Game Pass and everything like that, but what's the point of Game Pass if you're not going to have a good launch exclusive for P- for Xbox? Like I said earlier with Halo, it it really sucks that they haven't got Halo. That is, that is a good point. Yeah. Um, like that, I think that's why Sony are probably going to be doing better when it comes to sales. Uh, I know Xbox have said that this is their biggest launch ever, but their biggest launch ever before this was 1 million, and Sony have sold at least 2.5 million, as far as I'm aware. And that's the number that we currently know. I reckon it's probably higher than that. I reckon it's about four million. Probably, probably and a lot. It's huge. Um, and I think the big system seller wasn't even Spider-Man. I think it was Demon Souls remake. Oh really? Yeah, the, it, because that's the only proper exclusive currently for PS5. Right. Uh, I and people were really excited for that because it was a proper sleeper hit. It started off the Dark Souls franchise. It started off the whole Soulsborne thing and from software as a developer. It's coming from a very competent remake uh, developer who have done uh, the Shadow of the Colossus remake that was loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've done this. And there's rumors that they're doing the Metal Gear Solid remake as well. And yes, oh, wow. yes, please. I need this in my life. Also, Metal Gear Solid 2, 3, and 4 HD collection for PS5, please. Thank you, Konami. Um, so, I, 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 is that it? Is everyone, does no one else have any questions? No, no, that was fairly in depth. Um, sounds like a pretty dope console. 
so PS5 out now, but you won't be able to buy one because Sony didn't make enough units. So Yay, in regards to that, though, they are <laughs> um, they are releasing more before the end of the year. So James, I really do hope you can get one. I really uh, hope I, I do. Know, like, Part I, of me doesn't. I know I've been taking. <laughs> I know I've been taking the piss out of you and rubbing it into you, and like whenever we're on a video call together, I'll slightly like lower my camera so you can see and point yeah, at it on the other. But I genuinely, genuinely wish you could, you know, like get one because I want to be able to, like, I want you to be able to experience half the stuff that I'm able to as well. Like really, with really um, No Man's Sky, like I feel so shit when you're playing No Man's Sky and I'm just there, like, oh my god, the adaptive right. triggers are so cool. You're just there, like, right. where the fuck do I find this resource? The worst bit about the No Man's Sky game that me and David played, uh, which is I, what I think is a big, big problem for the PS5 right now. At the moment, yeah, when it comes to cross yeah, yeah you, you continue. Huge, huge problem is that I um, joined with David playing No Man's Sky on the PS4, and uh, we did a couple of missions and stuff, and I got loads and loads and loads of stuff. I got a really good ship, I had loads, I had millions of credits. I had all sorts of stuff going for me. It was brilliant. Anyway, so um, David upgrades the PS5 version of No Man's Sky. I'm like, fantastic, no problem. Tell me what it's like. Uh, I'm going to play the PS4 version with you. Uh, David is having loads of problems, like you know, getting all the saves and stuff upgraded, and then he finally managed, manages to do that. Um, and then I'm like, fantastic, finally we can play. I jump in, I'm about to start playing with him, and it turns out that my saves aren't compatible with David's game now that he's on a PS5. So I've had to start completely from scratch. And I've never it, been it, more annoyed. It's very annoying, but we are also quite lucky that I have a lot of credits, so I can yeah. get you up to a good amount of credits by doing the like the broken freighters. By the way, Xander, get um, No Man's Sky. Play it with us. <laughs> What? I'm, tell- Sorry, I'm, I'm telling Jamie. I, I I'm telling Jamie. I was thing. so insanely bored with that conversation. What, you, you, on? you yourself were saying the other day that you're thinking of getting No Man's Sky. You were asking about it, weren't you? Yeah, it was. It was on sale. I was like, oh, maybe I should get it. You guys keep talking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, I reckon that with me and Jamie's also thinking of getting it. Uh, so us four would do would have a blast on that game, especially when they're going on like the abandoned freighters in space. Let's face it, we'd all end up blowing each other up. Oh yeah, we, we uh, all end up to best explain the freighters, Xander. Imagine Alien, but as a first-person like space game. Like that's what the freighters feel do mean, like. Do you mean it like Alien like... Isolation? Similar, like, like that video game not... that already exists. Similar, but not <laughs> as scary because Alien Isolation, you're literally like getting constantly hunted down. You've also got enemies assigned over. That just has an emanating presence. There's possibly an alien there. Like you're trying to put together these clues that you find mm. through like test lo- text logs, and it's so so interesting. Um, can we talk? About Plus, Spider-Man you can have now? massive, massive <laughs> penis aliens. Can we talk like, about you can just Spider-Man find really now? big penis aliens? Please. Yeah, I think we should talk about I'm Spider-Man. So bored. Yeah, about Spider-Man. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't give a shit. I just want to talk about Spider-Man. I mean, I played this game three weeks ago. <laughs> we we'll talk about it. For the love yeah. of God. <laughs> okay. So, just a um, quick disclaimer. I, like, didn't play this game on launch day because it came out on the 12th, and in the UK, the PS5 came out on the 19th, and I had the PS5 version pre-ordered. I could have played the PS4 version because I game show Xander. 
I didn't do that because I wanted to experience it on PS5. Um, mm-hmm. And But whereas I got it launch day and played it launch day and finished it launch day. So here we go. Yeah, I, I, I did the same thing except me to say it took me a couple of days to finish it because I was doing everything. <laughs> Mediocre! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Uh, um, I, I don't know what your thoughts right i want to i want to talk for a bit i want i want to run down run down this thing right okay so we'll do we'll do <laughs> it like just wants to get like back into the spotlight since i've been talking for so he long it's exactly what it is yeah i feel like i've been sat here with my dick in my hand um you have so, been sat there with your dick in your hand that's correct don't, don't say like you feel like you've been sat there with dick in, you've clearly been stroking your meat to my voice anyway xander what was spider-man Jesus ps5 Christ, <laughs> Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> that was too far. You know, you know, sometimes you go too far. That was too far. <laughs> I feel like it's true though. I mean, yeah, but it's too far for the listeners, bro. Come on. Um so we're we're gonna do this like a normal review for any for any movie that we would do. So we're gonna talk non spoilers and then spoilers. Um so we but we will let you guys know when we're talking about spoilers. And if you don't care. That's fine. You can just listen anyway. But um, yeah, so we'll do we'll do a non-spoiler talk first. So this video game follows on from the 2018 phenomenon. It was, wasn't it? By when it came out, yeah, the, uh, it was, oh, yeah. huge. The Insomniac Spider-Man game on PS4. Um, this is kind of a side spin-off game um, where it focuses on Miles Morales, um, who is a character is a small character from the uh, first game, but is who becomes Spider-Man at the end of that game. And this is basically his own solo adventure. It's not as big as the first Spider-Man game. It's sort of like a short mini story. So that like a, like a companion piece. So we get to know this character a bit more. And, um, it, Peter goes away for a couple of weeks. And so he's looking after New York over Christmas and, then things start going bad. So he's got to be like, oh, I've got to find out who's doing this and who's doing what. So, yeah. That's the best description of any Spider-Man game I've ever heard. (laughs) That's the most... That's pretty much Spider-Man as a whole. It's just like, yeah, he he swings around New York and bad shit happens. Bad shit does Mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. What? You Um, can't tell me that bad shit doesn't happen. It's true. It is very true. Um, So... My initial thoughts, being probably the biggest Spider-Man fan out of all of us, is um, all right. that this probably true. Probably true. Anyway, go, is, go on, Mister Mister. Yeah. I love Spider-Man. We we all know it. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, my initial thoughts are: um, at first, I thought it was really weird that they, they were making a, a Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Then I kind of grew to the idea, and then, and then you know I sat down and played it, uh, and it was brilliant, to put it in shot. Um, I don't think the story holds up as well as it does for, you know, for the first game, but like Xander said, it's, you know, it's, just, it's a, just a couple of hours. It's mostly to show off uh, the PS5, yeah. and also to you know, get us a bit more acquainted with Miles so that when the next game comes out, because he's probably going to be a big part of that, um, you, you know, we, we know a little bit more about him, yeah. especially going off of the success of Spider Verse as well, and um, you, you know how big how big of a character Miles has become since then. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I I was I was okay with the story. I don't think it was mind blowing. I, I you know it was it was just it was just okay. Yeah. But everything else about this game, the graphics, um, the mechanics, just every everything about it, uh, other than the story, I think trumps Spider Man PS4. Yeah, like it feels like this game has been completely evolved. Uh, it, it it's genuinely like the next step in Spider-Man games, and now that, that's the one thing I was worried about. I was worried it's going to be like a, a copy and paste job. Yeah. Um. But honestly, I've been I I loved my time with it. I haven't uh, platinumed it yet, but the main reason I haven't platinumed it is because for similar reasons to James, even though I. I didn't prefer the story, but I also preferred the story in some ways in the fact that it was a lot more condensed and it was a lot more isolated. It yeah. felt a lot more personal. It um, did. It was Spider-Man oh. just because it was it was primarily uh, centered around Harlem, and I really liked that because that's a big part of like Miles's character. The fact that he's from Harlem, the fact that he's you know like from that area and from a like lower class area in general. I thought it was a lot more you know personalized. It, it felt like more of a character piece than Spider-Man did. Spider-Man mm. felt like this big blockbuster movie, yeah. and this felt like a, a short indie movie. Like when trying to like make a metaphor with it, this yeah, felt yeah, like yeah, yeah. they I, were trying to really hammer home this character and try and build on him so much because he didn't really have much to do in the first game, and they had to distance He's... him from Peter. Yeah. Here's why I really didn't like the idea of a Spider-Man Miles Morales game at first. Uh, I've played Spider-Man PS4 a lot, yeah. <laughs> like a lot, and I'm I'm on to, my fourth to, playthrough of that game, and I only got it in April. So yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> I I'm yeah, I'm somewhere up there as well. Um, but here's the thing: the two things I absolutely hate about Spider-Man PS4. Was playing as Mary Jane and Miles. Yeah, I yeah. hated that. With a it's because pack. you hate women and minorities, right, James? Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> you're not denying it. It's true. Bye bye bye, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we got it. I'm racist. <laughs> it's called Spider Man, not Spider Man and Mary Jane and Miles Morales. <laughs> so yeah, that's what that was my two big. I'm so sorry, James. <laughs> You know you're gonna have to edit that out. It was just a joke. You know you're gonna have to edit that out, don't you? No, he's keeping it in. Am I though? He's a hundred percent gonna keep it in. Yeah. He found it funny, so he's gonna keep it in. This is how it. That's how it works. Xander finds it funny. He keeps it in. If it mildly amuses Xander, he keeps it in. Hooray! So that's why a lot of my jokes get edited out because I bully Xander, and he just edits it out because he doesn't like the audience knowing how much I bully him. Okay. Um, <sighs> yeah, anyway. I, I agree with what you said, though. Like you, uh, the worst parts of that game were playing as Mary Jane and Miles because their missions were like just stealth missions, and you had to go around yeah. really slowly. It's like I want to swing. About. They, they were stealth missions, but they weren't Spider-Man stealth missions. That was the main annoyance yeah. for me. Like I yeah. loved stealth in that game as Spider-Man, but I didn't like the the forced walking and the forced like no, you know, playing terrible. as Miles, playing as Mary, playing as Peter. I thought playing yeah. as Peter was a bit more fun just because it wasn't really, you know, like stealthing around a complex. It was more just finding out more about characters and having conversations. It felt like just character moments and mm -hmm. that was okay. Course, the main thing that 
I... he is kind of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and the the main thing the main thing that I didn't like about uh, the first game, even though like it was an option in the settings, and I really really appreciate that, it was how many quick time events there were. It just felt like they were just trying too hard. And I I said this to Xander like one of the first things that made me really worried about Miles Morales was the fact that the main gameplay trailer that they showed also had a fair few quick time events in that trailer and in that mm. like moment. And yeah. I was just like, if they got berated the first time around, have they not learned the lesson? Have they put too many quick time events? Is it an option to turn them off? There isn't, though. There's basically no quick time events other than that one moment. And yeah. I was just thinking, yeah, that bit's really cool. Why show that though, and just plant this seed of doubt in Be- people's heads? Because it's the best scene gonna- in the game. Well, yeah, but still, it's the <laughs> best scene in the game it- without having spoilers. That's why they show it. It's the best scene in the game. But they didn't have to show that specific part, like the, the quick time events of it. They just had to show the gameplay. They could have just done a simulation thing, just like, this is the this is the combat. It's similar to Thingy, but the the animations are different because, you know, he's only had a year of being Spider-Man. Peter had, like, seven by the time the first um, game came out. I, I, I liked this game. I, I liked it. I think what James, what, what you guys have said about the mechanics of it, it feels it feels refined, so it feels the yeah. same, but just everything's a little bit better. So like, I prefer swinging in Miles Morales. Oh, definitely. The first one. That's actually it's... that's something I don't get about this game because it seems like that they managed to get swinging perfect in Spider-Man PS4. Yeah. But they've somehow managed to improve it. Yeah, it's I don't know how, but um, I think. The uh, I like I like the city's look because it's set over Christmas, so I like the snow. I think yeah. it looks quite pretty. Um, I know I know you had the PlayStation Five version, David, so yours is probably a lot prettier than our version. But oh, for me, the, on, the snow fidelity my, was so damn impressive. On like my every single PlayStation step. Four, it looked quite good. Yeah, mm. um, there like, is the, the snow was insane. There was there was that. there was one scene towards the end that, with no spoilers that my PlayStation started being like. Yeah, okay, I might struggle with this. And it started lagging out a bit because um, there was just was it... so much shit on my screen. Actually, I have a question about that. Um, what Was it a specific shot? Um, no, it was a specific scene. Like it was a me, scene. Me beating up some people at the end was oh. sending my PlayStation off. Xander doesn't have the PS4 Pro. Uh, I don't right. player James. He just has a basic PS4, so that's probably why yours might. I think I know which scene you're on about, James. Uh, just from like, not even from experience, just from like thinking about the way the games are handled on PlayStation 4s. Mm-hmm. I've had one for five years. I know exactly how and what is gonna like fuck up a PS4. Yeah, and I know which scene you're on about. Yeah, that I can I can imagine that started to like lose a few frames. I'm guessing and um, make your PS4 go quite loud. But that's the thing. No, no, no. But that's the thing because the shot that I'm on about has happened on PS4. I'm 100 certain it happened on um, on Xander's. It happened on my PS4 Pro, and it's happened on every single PS5 version of the game I've seen. Um, we'll 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 talk about that in in spoilers then, because then we can actually <laughs> yeah. say what it is. Um. For me, the story is it's fine. It's I'm gonna say passable. Mm. I'm gonna say the story is passable. It's just no. So, you're right. You're right. 
It's just no, so I agree. I agree. obvious. Like there's there's no moment where there's a twist that I'm like, oh no, that's insane. Like you can start as soon as this mo- this this movie this as soon as this game starts, you can sort of pinpoint right. Okay, they're a villain. They're a villain. This is what's going to happen. Oh look, all that's happened. But honestly, like I kind of don't care because like swinging through the city is just so much fun. And the side quests in this game feel better than the side quests in the last one. They feel a lot this, more. I yeah. They feel a lot mm. more personal. I was I was talking to you about this when you asked me like what for the game. Uh, the side quests in this felt a lot more, like you said, personal. They felt like centered around Miles's character, yeah. whereas the side quests in first game they just felt like you know usual Spider-Man things. Which fair enough, yeah, but. The whole point of side quests is to build your world and to build your character. Uh, yeah. The game that does this the best for me is The Witcher 3. Uh, the fact that like there's certain side quests that are intense situations and like, what would your character do in this situation? And it's nice to see that in this because people know... like There's a lot more people who know that Miles is Spider-Man than people do Peter. And they can also guess it. And also the fact that it's a community thing. Like, this Spider-Man is for his community. He's not for the city. He's for his town. Yeah. Um, And I think that's why it works so well to be so personal with side quests. And also one of the things that I liked about this was the side quests were a lot longer. Uh, The side quests that I've played are a hell of a lot longer than on Spider-Man PS4. Yeah. They are. Um... We'll, we'll we'll head on over into spoilers then. Is everyone okay with that? I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah. Two two more things before we do. One, um, favorite suit from the game, because of, of like the previous game, you can that there's like loads of suits you can unlock. Um, what was everyone's favorite from this game? I'm going to be controversial here. Go for it. Go on. Um, I wasn't really a big fan of the suits in this game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really know why, but like the, the the two suits that I liked were the Spider-Man Miles Morales classic suit, the one that you get with you know the, the, the one, one that on he made. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved that suit, and obviously the instant Spider-Verse. Right. Okay. Uh, every other suit, I I, I didn't really like. I, I I just kind of thought uh, it's okay. Like, Fair I. I, I, I don't know if that's me being incredibly harsh with it. No, or, no, no um, that's just, just I, personal taste, isn't it? Yeah, I <laughs> just I wasn't a big fan of it. And I know it's probably a really controversial thing to say, especially considering it's it's an insomniac game. <laughs> <laughs> no, um I I really I to be fair, like when I first played through the game, the only suit I used was the uh was the one you get on the cover art, the the classic suit. Yeah. Um, yeah, just 'cause just 'cause I like to play it through the eyes of like how I would be playing this if I couldn't unlock anything else, you know? Um, yeah. D- David, what David, what we were, what, what were your... Uh, so I had a similar experience with Zandal. That wasn't because, like, I wanted to play for the experience how it's supposed to be played out, this and the other. I just forgot to unlock suits. I forgot to upgrade my skills. I forgot to unlock anything. So I played the entire game basically on level one <laughs> besides, like, the health upgrades and the, um, the more Venom powers. Other yeah. than that, Everything was level one. I oh. didn't upgrade anything. So I made this game a lot harder for myself. Yeah. <laughs> David. 
Go on. You're a tit. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot that upgrades were a thing. I got the first upgrade that is mandatory when the game literally just doesn't let you not upgrade. No, no. I stopped playing. No. How did you, of all people, forget that you can upgrade things in video games? Okay, so... so Why is he so angry? Okay, so to defend myself, I was literally <laughs> trying to defend. beeline my way through the story. And the reason being, I've also been playing a lot of Warframe with my friends. Um, ah. And I was also trying to play Final Fantasy VII Remake at the time, and I've started um, Watch Dogs Legion. So I've been juggling, like, at least four games, and I just keep on forgetting there's upgrade systems. Like, I found a boss really hard on Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I realized it's because I wasn't using its weakness at all. So I was just literally chipping off one health at a time. It took me 40 minutes to beat the twat. And then I remembered, oh, shit, bosses have weaknesses in this and then use the weakness for the final blow right. and then Watch Dogs Legion I just forgot to stealth around I was just killing people because I forgot I wasn't playing GTA and then Warframe that's the most mindless MMO I've ever played and so I've just been killing the shit and it's been working so that is my defence for that it's not a very good defence No, it's not. I made this game yeah I made this game very hard for myself by playing it at level one but also i enjoyed it more because of that because i don't like feeling overpowered in a game i like feeling a bit underpowered and setting myself a challenge that's why i like souls games so i always feel on harder difficulty i was playing on a harder difficulty as well <laughs> i know you were um we've spent far too <laughs> long on this we spent far too long uh, on this david so what was your favorite yeah, suit so so suit-wise, I actually really liked a lot of suits. Uh, the main ones that I liked were specifically Mars Morales 2099. Yes. I thought that was really sleek. And the main reason I liked it, I didn't want to talk about like the PS5 too much in like talking about this, but the main reason I liked it on that was because I was able to get some ray tracing on the back of the suit because like the back of the suit has reflective bits and it just looked even and better the, like the swinging through the eyes as well looks so good exactly like the the fog everything it just feels powerful and so i did like a few side quests with that but like i said before i didn't change my suit until the end of the game like once i'd completed the story i was like oh yes yeah, suits exist <laughs> and then i unlocked a load of suits like, i i unlocked all i've unlocked all the skills now because i i earned all of the skills um what, what, but I'm doing that in the end game stuff. <laughs> was that your favorite suit? Uh, weirdly enough, yes. I really liked the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse suit. I thought that was really, really nice. Yeah. Um, and I loved the visor mod. But the weird thing about the visor mod at the same time, or the, the suit mod, it felt like the game was just lagging rather than like yeah. being a certain frame rate. Uh, for the suit, it just felt weird seeing the frame rate on the suit lagging with 60 FPS in the background. I yeah. felt like if that was equipped, they should have made it so that it's the same frame rate the entire time. And also, everything is stylized to that art style. I think that would have made it a lot better. But at the same time, they can't really do that because they've got to show off just how beautiful this game can be at all times. They can't change that. Um, My favorite suits were uh yeah I, I really like the classic one i like the 2099 one the uh the bodega cat suit was phenomenal thought that was hilarious because you got a little, you got a spider cat in the backpack that's great stuff 
But the one I use the most, and when I'm swinging through the city, the one I use is the very first suit in the first scene, the sportswear suit, where it's literally oh, just really? him in trainers, a pair of running shorts, like leggings, basically, and like a Spider-Man mask with a big puffer coat on. Yeah. I don't know. I just really like using that suit. It's a lot of fun that's to quite, use. That's quite that. a used suit, actually, to be fair. Yeah, it feels like very that, relaxed. That is something that you would wear if you were Spider-Man. It, 100%, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a cracker. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, what Out of 10, what are we giving this? Uh, I would give this a solid... Solid uh, 8. Yeah, I'm going the same, actually. Uh, it, the story was compact, it was nice. Uh, the main thing that I found about this game was there was a lot of artificial difficulty. And by that, I mean, granted, I made this game like I. So the way that I wanted to play this was because I heard it was so short. I thought, okay, if I play this at a harder difficulty, I'll pad some of the runtime for myself. Mm. But the game is already harder than the first game by just throwing a lot more enemies at you and upping their health anyway. There's a lot so of enemies in this. I, I, yeah. I had padding runtime on top of padding runtime and also making it harder for myself accidentally by not upgrading anything. So when I was talking to you, James, about the fact that like you only died once, didn't you? Throughout this yeah, entire game. Once, yeah. Oh yeah. The reason I died a few times was I was playing at level one. I was practically doing Dark Souls fist only. Um, but in Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm... So for me, the gameplay would get like, like swinging... The act, the fight in stuff like that, I'd give it a solid nine. Mm-hmm. But the story is just really, really lackluster. I'd give that about six. So mm-hmm. overall, I'm probably going to give this a. I mean, you're not allowed average, to do it'll points. Be a seven point five, but because they're not allowed. A fit if I do that, I'm going to give this a seven. All right. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. You're not uh, doing so... an IGN and doing any decimals. Dude, even Dave moved away from sometimes that. something is just in the middle yeah but you have to lean towards one or the other no I'm with Xander on this no yeah. I, I hate decimal you know what like, it's official stuff. we're allowing point fives. no you're not yes we are just do it out of a hundred then <laughs> it's all you need to See do riled up you're going to do a point system it's because it, it's so pedantic it's it so it, like say if you give something a nine point eight, just give it a fucking yeah, ten. That's no, that's not what I mean. I'm not never going to give anything a nine point eight. You've done out something point eight though. You've done point eight and point seven this that, and the other because you're a cheap bastard. As a joke, probably. No, you meant it literally. And, it, and if I've said that, I've gone. I'd probably like it's like a nine point seven. So it, it's but it's over point five. So I'd give it a ten. Nope, you just said it's a 9.7. Or, I've well, never you said done 8. That. 8. You had 8.7. You did. No, I've not, Dave. You, won hun- you Dave, definitely did, because I remember it, and I remember getting really annoyed. You got it. really angry, because I was like, I'd uh, I'd probably say like a 97, but it's all, it's a past 95, so I'd give it a, I'd give it a, a 10. <laughs> nah, not That's, allowed. Yes. Not allowed. David, James is no, no anyway. point, no decimals. Right. No decimals. Get past it! Sorry. Sorry, that was really fucking loud. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I've got that was, you. <laughs> that was a built-up rage. Oh my god. That was some <laughs> serious built-up rage. <laughs> oh my god. 
happened. I was in my own little world. I just screamed at David. <laughs> I just, I just, I genuinely just screamed at David. Well, now he knows Zander's real thoughts about me. Did you just call David a bastard? No, I just told him to shut up. No, he call, he calls me fat all the time. Oh my god! I just, god. To, I just told him to shut up, but I shouted it like. Yelled it! Oh my god! I'm so you, sorry. you didn't shut. You fucking screamed I'm it! I'm so sorry! Oh my god! Don't <laughs> you apologize to me. Apologize to fucking James. I'm so it's, James. I'm so sorry. It's quarter to eleven at night. I yeah. feel so sorry for your neighbors, bro. That was um, David. I I am very sorry. That was that insane. was five years of rage. That was five years of rage. That was. What the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> I feel a bit disturbed. Because that, that actually sounded angry. It was. <laughs> it was. David kept going on about decimal points and it drove me up the wall, apparently. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do that way more often now. Apparently, just to see apparently decimal under. points are a real trigger for both of us. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. What was that about? <laughs> Wanna know what's even funnier? What? I'm not even that mad. No, I, I know. I just find it funny. I don't. Me neither. Like... No, I just find it funny that you get so mad when I'm talking about it. I don't. I don't. It's just I don't know what happened. Um. You apparently shit yourself. Apparently. <laughs> anyway, should we? Do we? I got. Let me. I don't let me. How we can move on? Let me. Let me wrap up that segment and then we'll. <laughs> I wonder how that's gonna sound in the recording. <laughs> like Xander's gonna be sat there editing it, and he's gonna hear himself screaming. He's gonna shit himself. I'm gonna shit. I'm gonna forget I did this. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> did did someone just drop a whale on my microphone? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I couldn't could tell who yelled. Like I was, I was just in my own little world. I was having. <laughs> Time, most YouTube. <laughs> it was you yeah. ruined James's good time. Yeah, I'm so sorry. James was I just harsh James's buzz. I was I honestly I was just I was having a good time, and, uh, and then suddenly someone's yelling, and I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> oh that sounds like my childhood. <laughs> D- divorce 2.0. <laughs> oh, my parents never even got together. Never mind divorced. Oh, uh, my mine divorced. Trust uh, me, it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, you know what, bro? I think you could say literally anything to me right now, and I'd be like, "It's fine. Don't worry. Forget about it." Um, so we'll we'll move on. Um, like, yeah. So I'm going to get <laughs> Sanders. Do you want me to? Like... No, no, no. I'm, I need to. I need to wrap up this segment because otherwise the edit's gonna be fucked. Um... <laughs> like this just feels hollow. This just feels hollow now. I feel like we all know that I just yelled at David. But <laughs> oh, we're we're all very aware that you just yelled at David. Don't you worry. I take it that's not going in. No, obviously. No, that's going in. That is going in. That has no, you, to go in. No, you can't. You can't have that going. You can't. Oh it's my god, in. David! Like, just, like we're, we're good, aren't we? Just making sure. Like you're never gonna know. 
Oh, don't be a dick. Come on. Nah, David, come You're on. Never gonna know. Never David. gonna know. Nah, nah, mate. That's not. <laughs> of course, we're fucking all okay, right. Fine, good. Oh my god. Right. Oh. Oh, so fucking funny that. Um, I'd probably give this game like a seven. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna land on a seven. I'm gonna land on a seven. All right. Okay. For this. Um. Right. Let's head on over to the spoiler section. Hit the spoiler right. alert. Goes under from the future. I don't, I don't want no spoilers. Spoilers. That's that's not the spoiler alert, David. But thank you, <laughs> thank you for just right. just thought I'd break the tension for a second. Then <laughs> we definitely need it. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, spoilers oh, now. God, Welcome to the so spoiler funny. section. Yeah, the it's so obvious. This game is so predictable. As soon as you meet this guy at the start, this rock song guy, you're like, oh yeah, he's oh, an yeah. evil douchebag. Yeah. And then what do you know? He's an evil douchebag. Wow. And then you meet this girl that you haven't met for years, and she's a little bit strange. Like, okay, she's the main villain. What's that? Yeah, I, she's the main villain. I I didn't think that she'd be the main villain. I thought that there was, you know, something going on there. Uh, I definitely didn't think she'd be the tinkerer because the tinkerer is um, is a guy in the comics and films and stuff. Um, I so, thought the Tinkerer was a completely original character. To be completely honest, I didn't know it existed. No, yeah, he's in. A, and then I, he's in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, he's the guy that keeps on going on about um, making some. I've watched of- Homecoming in forever. To be honest, I watched it a couple of weeks ago. It's so good, man. Um, right, I'm. Uh, I know this isn't very good for a podcast, but I'm going to put a video in the chat. I want you both to skip to 25 minutes and 15 seconds, and that's the shot that I'm on about where it starts lagging, and I've seen this happen on every single PS5, PS4 um, uh, that's out oh, there. I'm going to have to open up bloody Facebook on my laptop now. Yeah, got Sorry. You. Oh, do you mean, like the very it, e- you mean like the very end? Yeah, I'm at the very end, yeah. Uh, what Were you watching the, like, 30 fps or 60 fps versions of the uh, ps5 by the way uh i also what time frame yo uh, this is 20, this is 25 minutes, minutes seconds 25 minutes and 16 seconds yeah uh, 15 oh no it didn't like for me at all no that yeah no that that did not like that that moment was absolutely fine for me. It could be uh, the fact that YouTube compression isn't too good with stuff like that. Uh, but personally, didn't like at all. Didn't notice any frame drops uh, throughout okay. my entire playthrough. Um, Jack Septicai's playthrough as well. Same thing. Um, he's on the PS5. Um, I the, the PS4 Pro. The scene that I meant was the entire final battle in the streets of Harlem when the snowstorm's going on. Oh, really? The snowstorm's going off. There's so many enemies to kill and you're leaping about all over the place. My PS5 was like, yeah, my PS, PS4 even. My P, my PlayStation was just like, yeah, nah, mate, I'm about to I'm about to off myself here. I can't do this. <laughs> there was just so much shit right on my screen. Yeah, and I was I was fine with that, actually. There was, there was no problem at all for me. Um, which I, I think would be a PS4 Pro thing. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably, probably, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like I've I've just seen like that final shot um, where he's you know he's he's absorbing the new form reactor. Every single shot that I've seen, or, or like it's that specific shot off of every single person I've seen play that game has had the same problem that it's just it's just suddenly started lagging for that one and only shot, and that's it. Everything else about the game is perfectly fine. Uh, that's really strange because yeah. I I genuinely like. I, I genuinely did not have any... Uh, I was looking out for frame drops just in case because um, I knew we were going to be talking about this and I wanted to... I wanted to find some things about the PS5 that, like, yeah, maybe it's not so good, but I noticed nothing about a frame drop. And I was playing on the 30 FPS mode with the ray tracing, so I was thinking that if anything's going to happen, it's going to be during that scene because mm-hmm. of the ray tracing. But the ray tracing was beautiful and it didn't... No dropped at all. But that's absolutely perfect. I've, I've smooth seen, as butter. I've seen people playing the 60 FPS version. I've seen people playing the 30 FPS version. Every single person I've seen has had that problem. So how you're not having that problem, I don't know. Maybe you. I, I, I'm convinced that you must have looked away at, or, or something. I, mate, I, I was watching it completely. The only thing I can think of is because you're watching it through YouTube, it's because of YouTube compression. Like, no, like, YouTube compression when it comes to any scenes like that, it doesn't work too well. But I've heard I've heard people's reactions to it. They're like, "Oh, well, this is weird." Like, yeah, I, is this a big point? Because yeah, we seem to be spending a could... lot of time on this. It just seems to be a very insignificant. The only point. other thing I can think of is it was patched out by the time I played it. Because there was a patch for um, the game yeah, by the time I played it. There was a second patch, and that's all I can think of because I did not notice it at all. If you if you replay the game, well, I'll be replaying it on New Game Plus soon. Capture that bit of the recording because I'd be really interested to see yeah. if well, that yeah. is still an issue. Um. Also, the rhino's like dead now, isn't he? Uh. Like, she that's like, no. She like unclear. killed the rhino. No, 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 that that's unclear. She stabbed him no, in the face. Ab- yeah, yeah, he's fucking rhino. But she stabbed him in the face. Have you seen how much of a unit he is there? I know, but even even if you're Eddie Hall, if you get stabbed in the face, you're probably going to die. I reckon he's going to just suffer from brain injury. Mm. Um, I I think... That, that, that was the only moment in the story when she stabbed him. I was like, holy shit. That was the yeah. only moment in this story that was, like, shocking to me. Yeah. I feel like they... She she was you know fully going to kill him obviously, but uh, I don't think he is. I don't think he's dead. Um, what do we think of uh, the prowler in this? His uncle. Uh, he was an obvious addition, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Like he's he kind of needs to be added if uh, you're adding a mouse. I appreciate... like, if you're doing a mouse story, prowlers there. I appreciate the fact that it's done differently than it yeah. was in Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's true. Because in, in spite of everyone's seen Spider-Verse, all the Spider-Man fans know Spider-Verse, so they know who Aaron Davis is. So in this, it's not a twist that he's the Prowler. It's yeah. told to you very clearly he was the Prowler. Yeah. Um, I don't really think there's a great deal to say about it. I just thought the Prowler was okay. Yeah. I didn't think there was anything too special. I thought some of it was, you know, some of his, you know, the Prowler's philosophy was kind of dumb, like, you know, the whole 
fight bit with him. I thought that was kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, I just, I, 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 overall, I just thought he was okay. I died in that fight a couple of times because of lack of uh, skills. Oh, uh, you, just... oh, you died to him. Yeah. Oh, I died. Uh, I didn't. I didn't have I um, any like extra abilities or extra combos or anything like that. So I was just like doing the basic move set the entire time, and I was just there See? like. Why am I not able to kill this guy? And I was just like, you know what? I'll venom punch him into electricity. So I aimed my venom punches specifically so that it would hit like yeah. the electric boxes, so he'd get a double stun, and um, then I killed him. What do you think of the 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 new integration of this venom punch? Then that the, the, his venom powers. What do, what do we think? I, I thought they were cool. They they were yeah. a lot of fun to use, but. I also thought that was literally just there so that he could be a bit different to Spider-Man because um, as far as I'm aware, it like granted, I haven't watched Spider-Verse in a little while, but I don't remember him doing anything like that. And no, I he only had the invisibility yeah, he, difference. He has, he, no, oh, he, he has that. the electric stuff. Um, Never mind then. I, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, they they used it quite a lot. And like the, doing the Venom Punch and Venom Slam was a hell of a lot of fun in the middle of the fight. It really helped me keep my combo up. Yeah. Ever since Miles was introduced uh, in the Ultimate Comics, um, he's always had the invisibility powers and the Venom powers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. I, I don't know how many people knew his identity and whatnot, but um, I do know that um, you know that this is this is nothing new from Miles. Like this. Yeah. This is you know very much grounded and stuff and like what what we've already seen from film and comics um i i prefer like so in spider-man ps4 the way the you know that finisher bar works where you can restore your health oh yeah so you get you get you hit people and the more hits you get and the more people you kill then Mm -hmm. the more health you can regain that sort of thing yeah and if you get a certain amount of it you can do a finisher move Mm-hmm. And instantly kill someone. Um, yep. Whereas in this, it's slightly different. So you can just do finishes after a certain amount of... Uh, I think it's like 15 combos or something like yeah. that. Um, and when... And the that health bar goes up to use your Venom Punch. Yep. I prefer this over do, saving all that health for a finisher. Because for, to me, the fin- I didn't use finishers in that first Spider-Man game, unless I had to in one of those boss things. And it's oh, like yeah. you have to use five finishers. I just didn't use them because I prefer to have more health than doing finishers. So like, it, but in this, I could do finishers and restore my health. But in these Venom Punches, felt like an added bonus that I could do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I so- agree with you there, but at the same time, when it comes to uh, the first Spider-Man game, I didn't, like, I did a mix of like finishers this and the other just because I am when it comes to these kind of things, I've got a good rhythm with like the combos and everything like that. Mm-hmm, I can yeah. get like high combos quite easily, and like I've got good timing with dodging. Um, I think the only reason I'm able to do that is because I played good, someone played guitar here as a kid, weirdly enough, just because like <laughs> visual cues, yeah, yeah, yeah when yeah. it comes to dodging and everything like that, I've got pinpoint accuracy for that kind of thing. Um, so I'm able to get high combos in like Batman Arkham as well. Uh, but so that wasn't much of a problem for me, but. The Venom Punches did feel like a nice extra addition. And then finishers, I used a lot more. Like, I used the finishers to give myself some more time 
and build up my bar so I could either like get some health or make some space between me and a load of enemies. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, something that I, I thought was a bit of an issue with his Venom powers is that once you've unlocked the final one, the Venom explosion, uh, I can't remember what, what it was called in the game, but um, when he does the kind of explosion thing, uh, that's really overpowered, if you ask me. You can unlock that as a power? What? You can unlock that as a power? Yeah. Oh. How did you not? How do you not know this? Because I didn't use that power. I only used the Venom Slam and the Venom Punch and the Venom Dash once I unlocked it after the game finished. Yeah, same. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, so, I didn't so, use anything. I feel like you had a much easier experience than I did. And that's yeah, why did. you didn't die so much. <laughs> because I just made this game ten times harder for myself by playing on the uh. hardest difficulty and doing it on level one the entire way through. Yeah, so the combo is like you hold L1, circle and triangle, whatever, and then you then you've got to have all three venom bars built up to do this. And then once you've done that, he does a massive explosion. It regen it regens all your health, um, and it not it instantly knocks out every single bad guy within a certain radius. Oh my! Oh, what that is insanely powerful. No wonder you had such an easy time with this yeah, fucking game. Jesus Christ! <laughs> You don't unlock I thought it. you were just really good at the game. No, it feels like you're just playing on easy mode. <laughs> you don't unlock it until like right at the very end. Still, um, right? You know, you know when he's being beat. You know when he's tied up and you know he's yeah. No, which moment I was supposed to like? I realized that was like supposed to be a power. But I was like, why can't I do this yet? It's because I didn't unlock it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, cause. But so, it got to the point where I stopped oh, yeah, using that because it's way too overpowered. Like There were moments in um, Spider-Man PS4 that I felt like that, so that's why mm. I prefer the way that I did it. I'm glad that I did it in the way I did because I don't like being overpowered. I like a challenge. I like being a bit underpowered and taking on something that's supposed to be hard and you're supposed to be higher level for they and then taking it down. It. They should have stopped it at Venom Dash. That's yeah. what they should have done. I think they just needed to have one more ridiculous power, just like, holy shit, this is cool. Yeah. But I think they need to, like, grant, there's no reason to nerf it because it's simple. That, that, or, and you guys are going to hate me for saying this, add more bad guys. No. There's like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Game. <laughs> I'm down for that. I, I'd mm. love to, add, like, I, you know what? I would love, like, a little story expansion for this where we get, like, Fisk's men moving back in. Because it's he's the return of Fisk a bit, and I was like, oh, cool. I like, like, legit, I like those rocks on bases pissed me off, right? Because those <laughs> guys would not die. Those guys with the big red shield, I'm like trying to drag it away, and then someone else would shoot me. And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm trying to do this. And then I can't kill that guy until I've ripped his shield away from him. But it takes so Just... goddamn long to take his shield away from him. Oh, it pissed me off so it, it, much. All you need to do is get better at the game. <laughs> Get good. And get good, then... scrub. Um, get good. In terms of actual advice, did you forget that you can use your camouflage ability? So anyway. <laughs> um... <laughs> See, I didn't forget about that. I just wasn't able to use it very often because it slowly recharged because, once again, I didn't upgrade. Yeah, because um, because so I'm a fucking idiot. I want to I wanna talk about, like, the, the, the things maybe we didn't like as much. So, like... 
I gave the story like a five out of ten because I mm. feel like I I shotgunned the story. I finished the entire game. I like not a hundred percent in it, but like I completed the campaign in about six hours. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Um, I, sure I shotgunned the whole thing. I just like, right, okay, I need to do this. I don't want to get spoiled. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It just sort of felt like that you go into a place and there's not really much happening. You know? Yeah. And like, there's all these really. Like, we said the side missions are a bit longer and some of them are good, but then some of them just feel like too long. Yeah. So like I, the, that I agree that, with that. The, the pacing was pretty pressure. shocking, and that was like really, really long unnecessarily, and like yeah, there's there's a lot of enemies. We mentioned that, and for me, that's I kind of struggled. I died a lot. I've died a lot on this game, just from the amount of enemies they are, and like that's for me, that's a problem because I'm not very good at video games. I was playing mm. it on med- I was playing it on amazing difficulty, which I think is like the medium difficulty. Pussy. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that, one, that's me. I am, I, when it comes to video games, <laughs> I'm a massive pussy. I had. To, I'm sorry. I had to say like, that. I've I've I, just started I, playing. I, uh, I've just started playing Jedi Fallen Order. And I've oh been, God, you fucking moron! I've been playing. I've been playing that on like the easiest difficulty, bar the first one, so like the second difficulty, and I've died maybe twelve times, and I've passed the first mission. Mate, I it's didn't mad. even die in that first mission on the hard difficulty. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm genuinely thinking I might just switch it to to the mode that's just called story mode. Yeah. So you just get the story. I'm like, I'm tempted. I'm yeah. tempted. You'll still die on that. You'll still die. On Probably. That, You're playing yeah, a so- I- like. This is, like, Jedi Fallen Order, quickly before, like, we continue about talking about Spider-Man. Jedi Fallen Order is baby's first Souls game, and you're still bad. I can't yeah. wait to one day play a proper Souls game with you, because it will be so funny to watch you die over and over and over again, the first boss. Well, I think David's just getting his own back now for earlier. That's... I want to get you on, de- <laughs> on Bloodborne and get you against, like, Cleric Beast and Father Gascoigne. Because it would be so funny to watch you react to Father Gascoigne. Actually, He's I'd, an incredible boss in that game, and I love him, and you will die a million times to him. I'd quite like to see Zand playing um, Do- Doom Eternal on Nightmare difficulty. Imagine him playing on Hurt Me Plenty. <laughs> bro, bro, like, I've started playing Doom Eternal. I really liked it. It gave me a headache. That, oh, yeah. There's too much shit going on in that game. Oh, that game is literally a rhythm game to me, and I love every second of it. I'm going to listen to some Doom Eternal music right now, so you two keep talking. Um, <laughs> great content for the podcast there, David. Yeah, um, brilliant. Mate, the, the only thing they fear is you is a top-tier banger. It is, but we're also kind of in the middle of something. Yeah. Oh, God, that was loud. Um, oh, what, that scared so, me. I'm pumped. I'm ready. Yeah, it just... Yeah, the story felt like... I mean, I know it's only a side story. Mm-hmm. So it kind of feels hollow to say that it felt unnecessary. True. But um, like, I... So I get that. It's more of a character piece, like David said. It feels like a small indie movie in terms of yeah. scale. Um, mm. But like, yeah, it's just... Okay, to, to help that kind of thing, this feels like more of a Netflix Marvel series compared to the MCU films. That's a yeah, cracking that's, analogy. That's, yeah. 
there we go because it focuses so much on miles as a character rather than spider-man as a character and that i really liked is just his story was so mundane and not not like just average and predictable yeah i complete i saw uh his best mate i was like oh well she's gonna be a bad guy She's not. She's 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 hiding something. Her brother's died, probably because of Roxon. Probably because you know she's also a bad guy now because of that. Yeah. And then two seconds later, I was like, "Oh well, Tinker is going to be the fa- like she's going to be the Tinkerer." Two seconds later, she takes off the mask. I was like, "Oh, they're revealing it already." That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> right. I was like, "Okay, that's very obviously his mate." I didn't realize they were going to reveal it there and then. I was like, "Okay, I yeah. give props to this game for revealing that this early." Mm. because i think maybe even the game realized that they this isn't a good enough twist um i i don't i don't know if it's just me but like i i or maybe i just wasn't paying attention enough um but like when when it was revealed that she was to think right like my my literal reaction was oh that's a twist that's very twisty. <laughs> it's very twisty. Ooh, I guess we're I guess we're in the plot now. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um well, I'm sorry, all I can see is Detective Pikachu looking through a magnifying glass right now. Exactly. <laughs> That's very twisty. A clue. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I And now I'm just gonna start headbanging, so give me a minute. You keep talking. I wasn't really paying attention to it, which is probably the case, knowing me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've just, I, it's just one of those things for me. I, I just, I didn't really pick up on it. Yeah, I, I can, I can't see myself playing the story mode over and over again, but I can see myself oh. like Spider Man is a game that I, if I'm like in a foul mood or something, if I've just lost a game of FIFA five 0 and I'm fucking fuming. Then I'll go on Spider-Man. I'll swing about for a bit. I'll be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, life is good. Life is okay. Life is okay. So is I feel it? Like, I feel like <laughs> well, Miles Morales is the game that I'll go to just Morales. swing about on. But Spider-Man PS4 is the much better game. Definitely. Story, especially I... story-wise. Yeah. Story-wise, the the first game made me cry at the end with um. Oh, that was like with yeah. anime. Like I, I, that genuinely surprised me. Like I knew it was going to be coming, but it was just, it was handled so well and done so well that I just loved every second of it. Um, um, so, something that I um, actually want to bring up is I think that this vote, that, that this game, is a lot more wholesome than the first one because there were a lot of moments in in this one where I was like, oh, that's really really sweet and stuff. Like when his mom found out that he's Spider Man, yeah, uh, was quite a big one for me. When when he gets uh, given the winter suit. Yeah, that one as well. Because um, she's cute. She's cute. The en- the ending <laughs> for me. That is adorable. Um, you know when he's you know he's crawling towards the final reactor and he's like he's he's absorbing all of it and then Finn gives up her life. Just, I thought they handled that really well and again um, it's just so obvious. It is. It is. But it's how it, that's. I'm not talking about how obvious it is because it is obvious. But I'm talking about how they did it. Um, because I feel I feel like that deserves something uh, completely yeah. different. Because yeah, it's obvious, but the way that they handled it was perfect. Yeah. The like the one thing, one last thing I want to touch on before we go on, like we finish this overall, because we've been doing this for far too long. Yeah. We have. Um, 
I, the one thing that I've been really enjoying in the post-game stuff is the fact that you're actually getting multiple interactions with um, all the other characters from the story. So um, his best mate, uh, his mom, Peter, like you're getting calls from constantly. Yeah, and yeah. it it feels like the character is actually alive in this world. It's not just like you know, right? You've done the story. You never talk to anybody ever again. Yeah, you yeah, only talk yeah. to civilians. Now it feels like he's engrossed in this world. Everybody's yeah. looking after him. Everybody's checking up on him. And I think that's a nice detail, and I hope they carry that in Spider-Man too. Yeah, definitely. oh, they will. Um, speaking of which, Go on. Uh, I want to ask you to what do you think is next? So what I think is next is Venom, because we've already teased that in the first one. Uh, mm -hmm. Green Goblin, which we've teased in this one, and Where probably they teased yeah. Green Goblin in this one. Yeah, they teased at the end with um, Harry Osborn like looking in um, into that vat with a uh, buddy, uh, his son in, and like it was all green. This and the other, just like his illness oh, is going to oh. take over him. Like that's a hundred percent teasing Green Goblin. No, but that that's that's the same tank from the first one that was teasing Venom. Yeah. No, that's a that's a tank close to it. Like the both of them are teasing two different things. There's what? two tanks in the first one from what I remember. There's a t there's a tank teasing Venom that's going to take over him, and then he's going to become Green Goblin. I think because they had green throughout that entire tank. It's just like why show Harry Osborn and Green in the same oh, room without I, teasing I, Green Goblin? Right. I know what David's <laughs> on about, but David's oh, okay. wrong. I'm wrong. I, you are wrong. Um, Go on. I haven't played the first game in a while, so yeah, there is only one tank, um, and it is it is a green liquid in there, yeah. But I feel like that's just so that the black can stand out of the venom goo. I, I feel like that's just an artistic choice. I don't think that's going to have anything to do with venom, uh, green goblin. Rather, I think that Harry Osborn's going to become venom, um, and I'm perfectly fine with that because in the comics. Um, Harry has been Venom before instead of Green Goblin, and it's been very good. Um, I think Eddie Brock does exist in this universe, but I don't. I don't think it'd be a good idea to. Eddie have... Brock is named in this universe, but I think that's more just Easter egg. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like. I I do think Norman Osborn is going to become Green Goblin because uh, that. That's was... what I was thinking. I think they were talking about like the the thing that I'm thinking is Norman Osborn's probably going to become Green Goblin because. Why show Norman Osborn once again and Green in the same scene without like that's clearly got to be teasing Green Goblin at some point? Because um, otherwise, we would have seen the Venom go instead in, again, at the end of this. I think I think you're still thinking a little bit too much about this because because what we're looking at is we're, we're it's as though we're in the we're in the tank we're Harry Osborn looking out yeah at that moment um so we'd be wrapped in the Venom goo yeah. uh, so. You know, I, I, I think Harry Osborn's going to be Venom, and there was an Easter egg in the first game of a um, prototype helmet thing that Mary Jane finds, which uh, is believed to be the Green Goblin helmet, or yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you know, the, the the first variation of it. And she finds blueprints of pumpkin bombs as well. Yeah, I, uh, like I said, either way, I think Green Goblin's in the next one. I think. Uh... Yeah, Venom's death. I think Venom is going to be the big thing because, like, yeah. the whole uh, point of like when they were releasing before they teased and shown off uh, Mars Morales, there were rumors going around for Spider-Man Two on the PS5 mm -hmm. being centered around them, and like that's obviously going to happen. But it's also going to include the Sinister Six. It's not obviously not going to be including Doc Ock anymore. 
Um, but there's a loads of information that was leaked. I can't remember all of it, but it sounds amazing and sounds like the perfect step forward. The main thing I want to find out, though, and I want to know if you two think this, do you think that other Marvel heroes are going to be coming into it? Because um, um, we've got, like, the Jessica Jones office, we've got the Daredevil office, we've got the... Like Doctor Strange place, we've got the Avengers, like the Avengers Tower. We've got God knows how many signature locations from almost every other Marvel property, other and, than Fantastic Four. But we have got the bombastic Batman. And you've also got the fact that Spider Man is going to be turning up as DLC in the new in that Avengers game. True, but that's they actually in the Spider Man remaster they removed the reference to that game. Uh, the, there was a reference to that game where it's just basically yeah, saying like, "Are oh, the Avengers are on the east side or whatever, like, we're the east coast. And in the remaster, they've removed that. Oh. Why? Uh, because they don't want to be, like, thinking of... Because they don't want it to be in the same universe. Oh. They've said specifically they're not having it in the same universe. Like, Square Enix said that before the game was released. It wasn't oh. Insomniac that said that. It's like, these are separate universes. They can cross over because multiverse, but they're not currently in the same universe. So if they are doing Avengers, it's new Avengers. It's more stuff. It's different, like it's I, different like versions of them. I feel like that's gonna be very badly handled. Then if that's if that's what they're gonna do, I feel like that's just a tra- that's got that's. A to be honest, it's there. the best thing for them because that yeah. Avengers game hasn't even broken e- broke even yeah. in regards to sales. That's true. It's the best thing they can do, and I think it's a better thing to do yeah. because um, that Avengers game is apparently atrocious. Let's not good. let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Um, so overall, we all liked the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's if if its main job was to get us excited for Spider Man Two and sort of set the scene for that, it did its job. We're all ready for Spider Man Two. So we all we all paid fifty pounds for this. Mm-hmm. Fifty two for me. If you were to sell it, what would you sell it for? Well, if I were Insomniac. Yeah. Uh, I think I've got pounds, a Nah, I think 35. Price. I was saying this to Xander uh, before it released. I was hoping this would be £35 because of the way that they... Because Naughty Dog have done something similar in the past with um, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Yeah. That's about eight hours of game, of story. Actually, yeah. You that was right. £35. Yeah. And yeah. that was a perfect price point for that. And it would have been the perfect price point for this. The only reason I'm not too bothered about paying £52 for it is because it's a launch title for the PS5. And yeah. PS5 games are currently costing more to make. So 45 is also acceptable. 52 bit much. 35 is the perfect price point for me, though. I'm Yeah, 35 I'd, makes sense. Yeah, I'd go, I'd go just because I know companies are greedy, I'd say 40 But, yeah. Um, yeah, so we all think we were overcharged for this. <laughs> love that, love that. Um, um, welcome back to the people who skipped the spoiler section. Um, yeah. Why are you back? You missed. You missed a lot. You missed a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, you did. You might as well just turn it off there. Like, you just finish the podcast. <laughs> well, don't Tune say that, next David. Week. Because now, do you know what time it is? Do we have to do this? It's time for you guys to sell me a movie, or a TV show, or a game, or a music, or a Mandalorian Season 2 is what I want to talk about. Um, I didn't even hear what you were saying. I didn't. Yeah, you were, I was still doing my, my shtick. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know, because we've been going for ages, so just, yeah, you know, just... We have been going, going for a very long time. Can we wrap it up as quick as we can? Now? The Mandalorian season two. It, okay, uh, cool. I haven't seen yeah, the first season yet. Brilliant. It's amazing. I, ref- I don't want to watch any more Star Wars stuff. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to watch is everyone, and that's because Ewan McGregor's in it. Oh, I don't know. Have you seen Have you seen Clone Wars? No. I can't be asked. Wow. Okay. Can't, can't be, okay. I Star Wars as a franchise has gone so stale for me. There's like five good movies. It's so overblown, and I just See, can't fuck with it anymore. That's that's the thing, though. That's the beauty of um, of Clone Wars and the Mandalorian. It's, it's run by a guy called Dave Filoni, who George Lucas has pretty much endorsed. Um, he created yeah, because that's Wars. a stamp of yeah, approval. Because that's helpful, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, we, yeah, we got the original trilogy from George. We also got the prequels from George Lucas, and we got Indiana Jones four from George Lucas. Wait, 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 wanna... wait, 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 wait. David just admitted that the prequels were bad. Yeah, the prequels are bad, except for Reg- Revenge. No, of the no, you didn't say that. You didn't say that. You just said the prequels are bad. Sick. I'm gonna cu- I'm gonna make sure that's a clip. That's the except clip. for Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's the clip. Except for Revenge David of the Sith. just said the prequels were bad. Anyway, continue your point except about the prequels Except for Revenge of the bad. Sith. Yeah, so the prequels are bad, except for Revenge of the Sith. So the prequels Rogue are bad, One. yeah. Rogue One's a prequel. Rogue One's fucking incredible. Because it's not okay. a Star Wars movie. Okay, okay. It's not a Star we... Wars movie. Tell you what, it's a war tell you what, movie. I'll be having a think. Because we haven't prepped enough time for that uh, friggin' tournament over Christmas, have we? Have we, fuck? No. <laughs> How about I've been too busy to even watch one of those movies? How about over Christmas we do Star Wars? Over Dis- no, because over... I don't. I over do December, not want to have to sit any of Rise of Skywalker. I don't want to have to hear her say, "I'm Ray Sky." You're Ray Palpatine, you stupid bitch. I I reckon we do Star Wars over Christmas. No, I can't. You could do Star Wars over Christmas. I'll just sit there and laugh that you had to watch Rise of Skywalker again. Because I'm not watching that piece of shit yet. James, if we did Star Wars over Christmas, would you be down for that? Of course I'd be down for it. I've watched every single bit of Star Wars. Sorry, I've got hiccups. I've watched every single bit of Star Wars there is to watch, except for Rebels. Have you watched the holiday special, though? Oh, no, I haven't watched the holiday special. Have you watched the Lego holiday special? (laughs) I'm not going to watch the actual one, but the Lego one's supposed to be all right. Um, I've heard it's shit. <laughs> I'm. I'll. I'll message Alex then because I have a feeling he'd be down. David, if Alex is down for it, you've got to do it with us. Oh, I don't want to do it. We, we'll split it over a few episodes, so we'll do like we'll do like the Harry Potter ones. But, we're... but that means I have to. But that means I have to watch all fucking three of the sequels. Yeah. And I have to pull up with the bullshit of Ray and how shit her character hey, is written. I've got to watch the prequels. Is wasted. Yeah, but you get to watch one good movie. No, I don't Meanwhile, how did you get to watch Rogue One? The only films that I'm not happy with with Star Wars are Phantom Menace, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. They're the only ones I'm not happy with. Every single other one I'm okay you with. You like a cl- you like Attack of the Clones? I don't mind Attack of the Clones. Your opinion is fuck is wrong with you. <laughs> no, it just means that I like. Are you Star- on cat? It just means I like Star Wars. <laughs> James, this is a serious issue. If you are on cat, you need to tell us now. You know I'm not. Are you sure? Because you like Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I, I never sit down and say, hey, I'm just going to watch Attack of the Clones. But... A cat of the Clones. Oh, 
I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It's just, it's okay. David, David's just asked, David's just asked our guest, are you on cat? <laughs> because he likes Attack of the fucking Clones. That's not how you speak to guests. <laughs> James, you're not even a guest at this point. Oh, yeah, you're I, practically I, a I third co-host. I'm but, genuine tears. <laughs> but what if I weren't? I would still ask you if you're on cat. No, I need my inhaler. I need my inhaler. <laughs> oh my god. Where's my bug? <laughs> Holy crap. Like, I, I would have easily asked Logan if he was on cat if he said something like that. You've just killed Xander. Good. Welcome to this episode of the Game the Game podcast with no, James no, no. and David. No, no, is he okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think yeah. he's having an asthma attack. Yeah, <laughs> you, you take a blem, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, dear me. Oh, freaking you sure you're right? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, James, James, I'm fine, I'm fine, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I just make a troll. Oh man! Um, did you actually have to use your inhaler? Then? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Can you not hear him? I couldn't. I could hear him not being able to breathe, but at the same time, I'm always like that whenever I laugh that much. Oh, I came crap. with a new sex act the other day. Oh man! Right. Um. Yeah, Dave, James recommends <laughs> The Mandalorian. Sick. Um, David I recommend Cat. <laughs> David was happy to just move on without you. I, I was actually concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, James. It's very nice of you. You're a good friend. <laughs> David, you're a cock. What are you recommending? Yeah. Uh... Brilliant. Uh, David also recommends The Mandalorian. I also recommend Cat. Um, I am going to recommend a music because I can't think of a movie and screw you, Zander. I specifically said pick I a know. Movie okay, or a TV okay, I'll show. pick. A, I'll pick a TV show and I'll do music. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the TV show I'm going to pick is once again going to be uh, South Park, but specifically the Pandemic Special, which I haven't watched, but I'm going to. I've watched a lot of clips from it though, and How it looks hilarious. You, you haven't seen it because I've seen a fair few clips from it. <laughs> it looks it, like the clips I've seen are fucking hilarious. Uh, the like the whole story is basically Randy from South Park uh, basically brings COVID nineteen into South Park itself. Uh, Cartman refuses to wear a mask. He's full anti-masker, and it looks so funny. They also deal with like the Black Lives Matter stuff uh, because the cops kill or shoot Token, the only black kid in the town. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, "You called Token?" <laughs> Jesus wept. Oh wait, no, he's not the only black kid in the town anymore. They added a new black character, and then they had a whole uh, episode of. The fact that they have to date because they're black, and obviously that's Cartman My who's putting that into place. It's a really, really funny episode. Apparently, it's been given amazing reviews. I literally just before whilst recording this, 
bought the episode on Amazon. Amazing. Because it was £2.50. Amazing. Um, I, uh, might, so I, yeah. might, I might borrow your Amazon and watch that then, because I've heard nothing but good things. It's 45 minutes. Oh, wow. And That's... I can't, I'm going to watch it when I get off there. That's long. That's long. I'm literally, like, I've got it open on my, I've got Amazon open on my PS5 right now, and I'm going to be watching it immediately. Wait, what have you got it open on, David? Oh, yeah, I, um, hold on, hold on two seconds. Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh yeah, I have a, I have a PS5, if you, if you can't no see, James. No way! I had, James, do you, did you know we had a PS5? I hate you. I, I know, I, <laughs> I, uh, for the viewers at home, I turned my PS, my camera on just so I could point at my PS5. You know what? I was actually somewhat concerned about Xander's health. <laughs> Not so much anymore. No. To be honest, I have a reason to not be concerned about myself. He fucking screamed at me earlier. <laughs> this this episode has been hectic as fuck. Like... Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> James, I love you. Please don't no, hate don't. me. It's for the content. And on that terrible disappointment. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to sell you guys a couple of movies. I watched three in the last two days. <laughs> Watch, oh, okay. Talk and talk. Oh, yeah. Go on, David. Sorry. Uh, quickly, I'm also going to recommend a new album from Boomer Horizon, uh, post-human survival horror, primarily the song "Dear Diary" because it's an absolute banger. It's a proper return to their roots. Uh, apparently, he can scream again, which I'm happy with. So yeah, if you're a Bell fan and you like Boomer Horizon, listen to "Dear Diary" on post-human survival horror. Amazing. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna show you three quick movies uh, that I watched. They're all very different. Uh, I watched these over the last couple of days. I watched uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, it's probably my favorite Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah, that's fair. It's mm-hmm. really good. It's just, it's relentlessly enjoyable. Mm. You know, it's and it's it's Leonardo DiCaprio's best performance by far. I'd sell it for about four pound. Because it's quite old at this point, and it is three hours, yeah. so you get a lot of content. Yeah. Um. Next one, I watched a Clockwork Orange this week, Stanley Kubrick classic. Mm-hmm. Never watched it. It's pretty good. Well, I say it's pretty good. It's very good. It's a very very good movie. Um. It's grotty though. There's a lot of like mm. grim stuff in it, and the way he, the idea is that this kid is like just completely messed up because he loves violence and loves. Like they call it ultra violence in this world, um, and he like whenever he thinks of violence, he gets happy, and whenever he like, so then they they like sort of put him on this test and sort of change his perspective, and every time he thinks of violence, he gets sick. So like they're trying to change the person he is. It's it's very good. It's very interesting, um, but it's grim. There's a lot of horrible things in this movie. Um, Apparently the book is even worse. Yeah, exactly. Like, in regards to how brutal it is, I've read a tiny bit of the book, but the only reason I couldn't finish it was um, not because of like the content of the book, because of the way it's written. Uh, it's written yeah. in proper slang style, and I yeah, I hate that. Train Spotting book is the exact same, and I hate it for that. Yeah, the 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 movie talks like the narrator talks a lot like that. Um, See, narration and talking, I can deal with. It's when I'm having to read it in that style. Yeah, it's like That's it's like painful. When, it's like when people tweet in a Scottish accent. I'm like, how the hell do you understand this? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, though. You know exactly what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 
uh, yeah, so I'd sell that one because it's a bit more of a classic. I'd sell it for about six pounds. Okay. Feels fair. Feels, enough. feels fair. Feels fair. Um, and the last one, Alan Partridge, Alpha Papa. <laughs> Good cracking, film, but cracking but movie. You can't sell it for much because that is way too British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's like a pound. Yeah, it, that's but exactly Nevada what I was going to say. It is a proper under-the-radar film. Yeah. Um, th- This is hilarious. Like, I love Steve Coogan, but, like, e- even if I didn't like Alan Partridge, I'd still enjoy this movie because it is relentlessly <laughs> funny. I think the main thing that um, gets me every single time is, like, help, there's a terrorist holding up the thing. He's Irish! Get, Get in! in. <laughs> <laughs> Proper makes me it's piss that, myself every single time. It's that entire scene, though. He runs to this woman's car <laughs> after being chased from a siege. And he gets in. He, he says, oh I need to come and do your vehicle. She's like, what? He says, there's a madman with a gun. She's like, what? He says, he's Irish. She says, get in. And he starts driving the car. He says, God, why is the chair so close to the steering wheel? I could drive with my balls. You, <laughs> and then they drive around the car. He's you're like, ruining the scene. Where's the nearest police station? And she says, there. And so he's just like, oh, stops the car. Slams the door on her. Runs up the steps. And like, does this little leap over the last couple of steps? absolutely phenomenal uh yeah the common the comedy in that is perfection um all the alpha papa a really good time and it's only really short as well so um good it's like an hour 20 isn't it i was it, it just hit 90 minutes jesus yeah yeah um there you go that was another installment of the filming podcast that has been Finally. a wild ride <laughs> Jesus, that was, that was a long episode. That's a long episode. It was not nearly as long as the session we did with the tournament. Yeah, th- this oh. is the longest one we've done in a while. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. that tournament one, I had to like we had to order food midway because yeah. it was so long. That one was long. <laughs> um, yeah, thank oh. you so much to Mr. James O'Malley for returning. Hey, no I always enjoy. Yeah, thanks for doing Ket for this episode. <laughs> no, we can't. James did not insert, insert any Ket into He did not do any Ketamine. He did not take course Transquiser. He just likes shit movies. Um, James, where can the people find you? Uh, you can listen to me uh, every single Monday from 6pm uh, uh, with We're Getting Old on shockradio.co.uk and uh, if you if you elsewhere in the world you can listen to us again on uh, on Mixcloud. just uh, type in shock radio and you'll find us there cracking i will put those links in the description and um yeah cool thank you so much once again james you're a you're a wonderful human being thank you for being here oh thank you um and thanks as always to our trusty co-host mr david french thanks for doing this again david yeah, thanks for screaming at me earlier. <laughs> thanks for making me laugh so hard I had to use my inhaler. <laughs> You're very welcome. Just as a like a quick thing, James, I'm sorry I like I said you were on cat. He's not on cat. Like I said, he just he just <laughs> likes he just likes bad movies. Well, while we're apologizing for things, James, I'm sorry that three years ago. When you couldn't find... No, I'm joking. I was trying to think of something, but you would have just been like, what? <laughs> I was. I, th- I thought we were just going to apologise for like loads of random mistakes. Oh, okay. 
but okay. I, I, I could have probably followed that up, but I just... Xander, I'm really sorry about, like, three years ago when, you, you know, you put your foot in your sock and you felt it was a bit squishy, but I just said it was wet. I shat in your sock. I'm sorry, man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> honestly, honestly, like, all I want to say is, like, David, I'm really sorry a couple of years ago when, you know, I fucked your mom. Uh, like, uh, just go yeah, really. That's lazy. Really that's basic. Lazy. Really lazy. Yeah. That's so, really lazy. Really lazy. You, like mine was creative. Yours was quite creative. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. Yeah. Um, quite shit, to be honest. But yeah. And and thanks to <laughs> no, me for being no here. One, oh, you're very welcome, Xander. What was that, James? No one was going to notice my stupid little pod. Uh, Xander was talking too much. I didn't no. hear what he said. Okay, I was like, Are no, you saying this is a shit show? No, I said I said uh, no. That was quite shit, to be honest, David. You funny little bastard, you. Um, it wasn't even worth it in the end. <laughs> but in the end, it doesn't even matter. One thing I don't know why it doesn't even matter how hard you try. Anyway, um, keep that in mind. The designers, thank really you so much for time. tuning in, guys. Oh, we will see you next time. Is a we are thing. so close Watch to one hundred listeners. So sings. thank Watch you eternally for that. The end of the day, the clock and uh, like the we will see so you next unreal. week. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I love why you did that entire thing. Whilst I was just singing in the yeah, end, I was. It was just background noise, you know, background music, <laughs> exit music, <laughs> exit music for a film. I tried so hard and got and so got far. far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. What a banger. Absolute banger. Right. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>